Now is the time, a time you'll look back on, a time you adopt as inspiration. You will recollect this time, this moment, right now. Motivate yourself towards success. Overcome, take over. The time is now. Hello, hello. We are back. We're back. We're not, we're not all smiley faces, but we're back anyway. We're back anyway. And two of us met us. Two of us met us. A lot, a lot of injuries in the, in the loaded camp uh, over the weekend. But um, we met a Pete. We, we met it this far. Uh, that, that's the main thing. But uh, how's, how's everything with you? All good. Yeah, just saying before we went live. Um, been a busy one this weekend. Out for my mate's birthday, straight after the game Saturday. Um, great to catch up with some of the boys. Um, and then, yeah, my daughter's playing football this morning. And then I've literally marked all afternoon until about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and I've got a couple of more bits to do after that. So it's just been a day of work. I have just shut myself off from the world. Um, and probably for a good reason. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, how's my weekend? Yeah, my day today is yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got a long weekend because uh, uh, they've invented a new bank holiday in Ireland. I love it. Lucky, you man. keep that coming. <laughs> so yeah, we we have we have uh, tomorrow is uh, is um I think it's like a St Bridget's Day uh, a bank holiday thing that they've got going on. I don't know. I'm just taking it anyway. Uh, take what we're given. Um, so uh, yeah, delighted with that. So um, an extra day off, a shorter week. So all good. But let's get into this game. Um, right, I'll do a very quick run through because some people like to run throughs, some people hate the run throughs. So uh, we'll just kind of refresh this because tradition. it did happen. Sorry, it's tradition. It's tradition, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, started off. Uh, and actually, first of all, we look at that. We look at the, the team, the team news. Team news was as follows. Uh, I suppose the, the big question mark was was who was going to start instead of Bruno and ASM came in uh, and uh, Joe Linton pushed, pushed back into uh, midfield. Um, any real surprise with you there? I suppose the other big one was uh, actually that, that Isaac what was uh, was ruled out through concussion. It was like, will he, won't he, will he, won't he? Gordon was on the bench and uh, no Ashby on the bench. Um yeah, and Anthony, Anthony, the caught your eye on the on the, the team news beat, or was is that what you expected? Um, in terms of the starting lineup, uh, it, it was what I expected. I have to be honest. Um, I think Maxi needed needed to start the game, um, having you know done well in his cameos. The big surprise for me was he's at. Um, I genuinely thought he would play, uh, but okay. clearly. The concussion protocols is that if you come off for it, even if it's a slight concussion, 
it's that you still have to follow the protocols of what seven days or so. So he'll be back for Bournemouth. Not worried, but yeah, it was it was a, it was a bit of a blow in my opinion. And it could have been a totally different game if we had Bruno. We knew we were going to be missing him. We we're going to miss him for two more games. And Isaac either off the bench, or just just something to, to mix it up. It could have been. I think we would have won the game uh, if if they had been available to us. But we have to go what we we, we had. Uh, then this is the, the the team news for for West Ham. Uh, strong side out for for West Ham, who are battling relegation, and they they did put up a, a great fight uh, on the night in in uh, St James's Park. Right, let's get into it. First minute. Yes, uh, Willock. The Willock had a goal ruled uh, for for, for um, put the ball in the net, but uh, um, Miggy's ball was over the the line when he crossed it back into him. When I watching it live, I thought, yeah, that it did, it did look like that. Like he twitched uh, that the ball went over the line. I think it was Texter Martin at the time because he he wasn't seeing it live, and um, even though. It, they celebrated like like it was if it was, was going to stand, but no arguments there. Really, it was definitely over the line. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, uh, no matter how frustrated we were, <laughs> it yeah, was we're over. not going to hear that. Um, yeah, but it, 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 great bit of play. Got to be honest. Nice yeah, it was to begin with. Um, yeah, just just a shame, but it is what it is. Yeah. And of course, it was a wake-up call to West Ham, but they didn't wake up. They still said uh, hit snooze again because about 30 seconds later, uh, Longstaff, a lovely through ball. Uh, Wilson pointed exactly where he wanted it, and uh, Wilson puts the ball in the net. And here we go for Wilson. Where? I have him here somewhere. I've all... There he is, scoring, scoring his goal. And the uh, celebration then to match... But, uh, yeah, carry on. Next talking about point, I suppose, was 15 minutes. Botman takes the ball to the face, but he was going to carry on. Uh, 23 minutes, Shar ne- nearly flicked the ball over the keeper. It was just, just wide. Uh, then 31 minutes, uh, Paqueta. Paqueta uh, scores from a corner uh, over. Um, Trippier marking on uh, the, pretty much on, on the post. Uh, and Paqueta just, just broke free of him and put the ball through Trippier's. Uh, legs and through Pope's legs, um, one one. Um, we'll go to you there on that piece. Anything that thoughts on, on that goal? Um, a great little header in a touching uh, from I think it was a rice corner. Uh, is it Aguard? They got a touch. It, did. Um, it was either Aguard or, or Rice. I can't remember. No, it wasn't. It was Rice to the corner. I think it might have been Aguard. Um, we'll talk about him later on, but. I don't know if you guys saw it, but the one thing I noticed straight away is um, as that ball's been flicked on, it almost looks like Dan Burns like ducking to get out of the way of the ball. And I just thought, you're six foot five. If you stand up tall there, that ball never reaches um, Lucas Paqueta, in my opinion. So I just thought that was uh, quite poor defending, uh, if I'm honest. It was it was completely poorly defended the whole the whole movement of, of, of how that goal came about but yeah. you know that in particular was 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 quite poor defending for me um could have you know stood tall and dealt with that um however it came but yeah like I say um it is what it is uh finish at the back post you could argue Trippier was marking him Trippier goes back to his post mm. which normally is his job <clears throat> as soon as the ball comes in um but yeah um 
look, it, it was it was a it was a tidy finish, and to be honest, more than they deserved um, with the possession and and the way they penned us back. So um, it, it had always been coming. Yeah, it, it was. Um... Yeah, I suppose that, that really kind of took us to the half time. It was a, an excellent start from 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 Newcastle, really, uh, and the, the, to start the game. But then West Ham kind of got, grew more into it as the game went on. Rice uh, some great interceptions and kind of starting the moves as well in midfield for for West Ham into the second half. And um, JSM got a yellow card for a dive and a little cheeky smile after that as well. Then on the 68 minute, off comes uh, ASM. And on comes uh, Gordon. So uh, Fl- uh, Flash got his introduction, and it kind of did need some some kind of a change at that stage. Uh, the crowd, the that kind of that kind of geared up the, the crowd as well, and and uh, uh, he, he got a, a great great reception when he came on, which which is what, what we want to see. Yeah, he was getting a great reception actually, warming up as well. But uh, 75 minutes, then a Gordon threw ball to to Wilson, and you thought. Here we go. Wilson here is, is on. This is going to be the winner for us. What an absolutely amazing tackle by Aguard. Um, Wilson should have probably, probably got the shot up, but it was just amazing defending. Do you want to touch on Aguard here, Pete? Is this where you want to go talk about him, or do you want to leave it to, to, to the end? No, I, I don't mind talking about him. Um, I thought Aguard was outstanding yesterday. Yes. I thought he was absolutely class. There's a reason why he was a backup solution um, option uh, for Sven Botman. Um, I thought he was he was terrific, so so good. Not not just because of that tackle. Um, I already had that mindset for what I'd watched of him um, even before that tackle. That tackle just solidified it for me. Um, I won't go as far as what some of the West Ham, Ham fans are saying. He's world class. He's a well beat all the rest of it. Not quite yet, but he's he certainly showed his capabilities. Really calm and composed on the ball. Really settled their defence down because a lot of their Defenders were flapping for most of the game, but he just had a little bit of calm about him. And you can tell, you know, they're paying, what, 30-plus million for him. It's, it's definitely, it'll be well worth it if they can get a run of games out of him. Very, very good. Um, so, yeah, and, and, and an outstanding tackle. But the question I'm going to come back to you with regards to that, uh, Daz, is should he have been allowed to get that tackle in? Should he be allowed to? As in, should Wilson have got the the shot off before that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I, 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 this is what, where I said if Isaac was on the bench, I don't think um to th- that was on the 75th man. I don't think Wilson would still be on the pitch at then, but uh, because Wilson is, is um he, he's just, he's just off the pace at that stage. I think you're getting 60 minutes out of Wilson, you're doing well. Yeah, and I think that's where it is good to switch which switch him up. Either Isaac plays 60 minutes and Wilson come on then, or vice versa, um, if we're going with that formation. Um, but yeah, he was about to pull the trigger. It was just such a great tackle though as well. Um, uh, it's a bit of both piece. Um, I, I, thought he, I thought he could have got, got to it sooner or something like that, but it was it was later in the game and Wilson, yeah, he was just out of juice, I think. Yeah, possibly. No, it, it, it's a fair point. Um, I thought he was, I thought it almost felt like he was trying to draw a foul out of him. He was trying to draw to win the penalty. That's that was my initial thought, but in the end, it was just kind of like it was a good, it was a good tackle um, from Eguard. Personally, I didn't think he needed to take it as close as he did. He could have hit it from the edge of the area. 
and just got a shot away um, a few seconds earlier, he'd have scored it. He'd have scored it. He's a great finisher in those positions. Uh, I'm confident he'd have put it away, but I was just surprised that he just allowed him to get back in or allowed Aguard to get back in. Maybe he, 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 he didn't anticipate how quick he is because he'd already beat him once for the first goal. Um, yeah. and, it was a, and that was an outstanding finish on his left foot. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. And a few people in the chat obviously um, got their own opinions on that as well. But, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was an interesting one. He did. He did say in in the interview afterwards that that he he, he probably should have taken a taken a, a wider angle or something like that. He was saying so. He he, he on reflection, he was he was changing his mind on what he did. I thought he did did the right thing. It was just it was just it was a you know in fairness it was just a brilliant tackle. Um, on another day, if it was early in the match, he finished it. It's just he was just a bit out of juice, I think, at, at that stage. But th- then on the 80 minutes, um, Megan will come off, Murphy and, and uh, Elliot Anderson come on. On the 81st minute, um, Wilson had a header but straight at the at the keeper. Um, again, I think he said he that he, he probably jumped too soon or at that stage. But um, in 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 summary, really. Uh, well, a bit of a hangover from 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 the uh, cup semi final and getting through to to, to Wembley midweek. Um, miss definitely missing Bruno and Isaac. Uh, I think a draw was was a fair result though. Um, and West Ham fair play to West Ham and their, their battle and relegation. They put up in a great fight and they were more like that the West Ham that we we thought we'd see at the start of the season. Uh, and that we 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 thought we'd be kind of on on a, an even par with them, and they're they're kind of catching up, and we're slightly regressing a bit, and we suppose we're going to get into that as well. But uh, yeah, I thought um, draw fair result, full time one one. Um, yeah, no, uh, it, look, it was it was for me it was a fair result. Uh, I think I think um, I think both teams deserved a point. Uh, for for the way in which they played in certain pockets of the game, um, it's very clear that we dominated possession uh, for most of it. I think we had sort of like sixty three possession overall. Uh, we had more chances on goal, so we did all the right things. But you know, if, if you're at home and you can't break a team down, then really you don't deserve to take the three points home. Um, it's as simple as that. And let's be honest. And look. If, if you disagree, that's absolutely fine. I'll get your thoughts on this, Daz, as well. Like West Ham showed yesterday that they're not a team that should be fighting relegation. They've got too many good players in their team. Too many. I agree. I agree. No, no, no way they're getting relegated. There's a, there's a, there's a lot. There's a few teams there you can rule out that they're getting nowhere near relegation. Okay, they've had a bad start to the season, bad first half of the se- season. Yeah. But they're they're getting, they're not going to be no nowhere. There. And when we look at the league table, we can we can we can rule those those out, uh, if you want. Um, Leicester as well, of course, had a great had a great win yesterday away from home. Um, Wolves Wolves had a great win um, against Liverpool. But yeah, um, I agree. Yep. Draw, draw, fair result. Um, we, we, like, of course, we were to play them away from home. Um, earlier in the season, but we have that to, to come as well. So, if we have a full strength team, I think, I think we could, we could do do more damage uh, against them. But uh, we have to, we have to settle for what we got. Well, what to make of what Foxy put in, and, and it was not the, he's not the only one to make it. Um, is yeah, he's not the only one to make a point about the two yellow cards. David Cook has also mentioned about if he gets another two yellow cards, he misses the final, um, the cup final. But he's put on there, what a shocking dive from Joe Linton. Uh, 
only missed the cup final now with two league games still to play. Yeah. Um, great performer, <laughs> but zero discipline. Like, um, what, what do you what do you make of that, Majolin? We'll get into his score um, <clears throat> later on, I'm sure, uh, when, mm. when you when you when you go to it uh, in a second. But just what did you make of that in isolation, that particular incident? That... Yeah, it was it was a blatant dive. Um, uh, yeah, look at you have to give a yellow card, a yellow card when it when it is a dive. So I think if if he got another yellow card in in uh, the the next game, then I I would I wouldn't play him uh, in the next game because we need him for the cup final then. Um, so I I and I know we need him against Liverpool as well, but still, yeah, it'd be too risky. Then uh, you need him for the cup final. Um, I'd, 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 I would actually rest him, and I know we will be missing Bruno as well. But that's that. It uh, all leads back, Pete, to why to um, our um, semi-final second leg match day life, where we're like we're celebrating what we we're gotten to uh, to Wembley, but also we were like, shit, no Bruno for three games. Shit, we're not after bringing in a a, a backup, which letting Shelby go. So we could see that there was going to be trouble ahead, um, and because they're, they're they're these games that we have, that there's no easy game. Even the Bournemouth game, Bournemouth did well against Brighton. I was watching the highlights of match of the day this morning, and they they did they did well. Like Brighton are Brighton are class, and they they stuck it to them. And then they have uh, one or two new signings as well. So it's not, and we're away from home going. Go, uh, going to to Bournemouth uh, next Saturday, so not going to be easy with no Bruno, uh, but hopefully uh, Isaac will will make the kind of difference there, and maybe even Gordon from the start. And I'm sure we'll get into that co- to- topic uh, as well. But um, but yeah, he can't he can't get another two yellow cards. He can't miss the cup final. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, look for me, the most important game right now is the Bournemouth game. Um, yeah. And look, I'm sure you're going to put the league table upon it in a second. Um, we're in it now. We're in the thick of this right now. Mm-hmm. We've been sitting comfortable for a long part of the season where we've been five, six, eight, nine points ahead of those potential rivals. Dwindled down to five, then to three. Um, and now we're a point this. ahead of, of, of Tottenham, as you can see. Albeit we've got a game in hand, but we are now in the thick of it. You've got Brighton that are coming up behind, there's six points behind. Um, they've got a game in hand and there's, that could be three points. <laughs> Brentford are putting results together. You know, uh, Fulham are, are there or thereabouts. You've got teams that are putting results together week in, week out. And, we, and we're not at the moment, not the way in which we want to. So we are right in the thick of it now. And, and the reason why I wouldn't drop Joe Linton for Bournemouth is because we need to win the ball. Oh, yeah. We 100%. It's massive. It's another massive game. So for me, Joe Linton has to play. Now, do you strategically, hopefully, ensure that you're winning comfortably by 60, 65, even 70 minutes and bring him off? That would be the ideal situation, but 
you'd want to be two nil up there, Pete, before you oof. before you bring him out. I wouldn't trust uh, being one nil up to, to to take him off. And I definitely start him against Brentford. But what I was thinking is if he got if he got a yellow card uh, against Bournemouth, if he if he got another yellow card against Bournemouth early in the game before he had the chance to take him off, um, then I'd consider rest rest him for the the Liverpool game because that does that danger. Then he can't miss the cup final. But um. No, I agree with you. The, the 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 most important game is this next game against Bournemouth, and Eddie Howe hasn't had a great record against Bournemouth. He's got a lot of draws uh, against them. So, uh, and we're going to, to them as well. So, yeah, it shall be interesting. But and when it comes to the, the league table, I, I I'm just looking at the top six now. Uh, I'm not I'm not even considering Brentford. It's just the, the top six in the battle. We 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 have cemented our our, our place in, in for me. I think we've cemented our place in in the top six. Brighton are on fire though, uh, and uh, they have a, a game in hand on us. Um, and I'm not I'm not even looking at anyone else below that. I don't think that anyone else below that would catch this. If if they've caught, if anyone else below that catches this, it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> we we fuck things up completely. Um, so uh, and yeah, the, the danger as he pinpointed is is Spurs with Spurs so getting their victory today. Harry Kane getting his goal. Uh, City letting us down. Um, and uh, and also because I was kind of ruling out let Arsenal and Man City. Battle away, don't care. Don't care what they do. I, I, we, we, I don't think we'll, we'll pass City in any way, shape, or form either. It's for me. It's it's from third to sixth. Is that for, for two places from from Man United, us, Spurs, and Brighton, uh, and battling to get those two last Champions League spots. That's 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 the the league for me. Um, and it's watching each game each week now how how each of those perform. Um, it's it's uh, not not only your own game, but just watching how how the results that they pick up as well. No, I, th- I think that's a fair point. Uh, I just I don't rule out Chelsea, and I don't like look. They're ten points behind us. I don't rule out Chelsea, and the reason being is that they're invested heavily, <laughs> and those those teams that are normally used to being at the top always tend to put some sort of run together. Yeah. And let's be honest, I'm not going to talk too much on this, is that Chelsea have to get Champions League football this season because of the amount of money they've invested. They, you can't invest nearly 700 million and not get Champions League football. They, 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 they can't, which is why I think they put all their eggs in one basket. But that's another separate conversation. So I do believe that Chelsea will have a run at some point where they'll put a few results together. So we, we do need to be mindful for them. But yeah, I think you're right in terms of maybe discarding Brentford. Brentford are, are up and down in their performances as are Fulham. So you could probably discard those two. But Brighton just seem to be, albeit, um, you know, they've got a loss on their record just there. But um, they just seem to put results together. I thought they'd draw against Southampton and they nick it late on. They've just got that knack of, of putting yeah. results together. Beat Liverpool comfortably. You know, they're, they're on the march right now. Hmm. Um, and, and our and our form looks shaky at best. You know, one one winning one winning five. You know, four four draws. It's it doesn't. You know, at the beginning of January, it looked okay because it was the likes of Arsenal that we were drawing against. But you know, these were winnable games January into February, and um, and it's not gone the way I expected. So um, we are right in the thick of this now. But that's what what, what you're thinking. 
I, I, I disagree with Jay in some sense, Pete, because I, I completely yeah. rule out Chelsea and Liverpool because the, the, the reason being is that uh, Chelsea have to, ha, we're 10 points ahead of Chelsea. We have to drop 10 points for Chelsea to pass us out. Tot, uh, uh, Tottenham have to drop nine points. I know they've, they've played a game more uh, to, for Chelsea to pass them out. So we both, um, and Man United, if you want to put Man United in it, they have to drop 12 points for, for Chelsea to pass them out. There's no way that 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 all, all three of us there are going to drop that many points. And Chelsea still haven't hit, hit the ground running. They're drawing with Fulham there on Friday night. So sure. they, they need to get their act together as well. So I'm not, that's why I'm not so worried about Chelsea. Um, and, and I think even when I think it's coming up pretty soon, Spurs play Chelsea. I think it would be shouting for Spurs. I'm sorry, for Chelsea in that game. Um, or a draw or, or, or shouting for Chelsea because it's just, just uh, you know, whatever's closest to us at this point in time. But um. It, it's it's going to be go down to the wire uh, here. Um, as long as we're still in touching distance and still hovering around that fourth spot or third spot or whatever my case may be, um, we ha- we have a chance. Um, I think we do. We play Chelsea close towards the, the end of the, the season as well. Um, it, it is it is very interesting though, and it's it's um, it's it's not going to be. We, we knew our, our uh, it was going to change along the way, but uh, it's it's a right all battle now, right to the end of the season. First first time we've seen this comic come up um, from anybody. PDK won the <clears throat> Champions League this season. Um, yeah, I think with the fact that we're only one point behind or one point in front of Tottenham. I think it just it does put doubts in people's minds. That's, I still believe we're well. We are right in the thick of it for the Champions League race. I'll, I'll say that because yeah, although Tottenham won today against Man City, which they normally do at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, I don't think Man City even won a goal. Uh, sorry, scored a goal yet, let alone win at the Man at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. You know. Tottenham will have their drop-offs. Romero's suspended now. Mm. They play West Ham next at West Ham's ground. Can West Ham pull up and cause an upset there? I don't know. It could change very, very quickly. We could win at Bournemouth. They could lose against West Ham. And then it looks rosy again. And everyone's saying we're definitely going to get Champions League. So it's one of those. But it's interesting that you put that out there, PDK. Um, I don't think you'll probably be the only one. Uh, Just to to squash this... Um, uh, the the Casemiro red against Palace, he he still makes the final because they have three games still before the final. So just to squash that, but uh, what not Newcastle related, but Casemiro deserved the red for you. I'll come back to Casemiro in a second, but I want to go back to PDK's comment there. And and PDK, I love the way you added your own spanner. Uh, lo- love that. Nice uh, uh, something you were saying that on Twitter as well. But um, yeah, look, at, if, you, if you also look at it, we, Tottenham have played a game more than us. Uh, we have a better goal difference. Uh, we have 22. Uh, so if it came down to the down to a lot, uh, uh, like uh, that, that 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 goal difference would would, would nearly count for a point at uh, the, the the last day of the season. But um. So yeah, it's 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 not looking as rosy, and it's going to twist and turn. It's going to be that bit of a roller coaster, and that's why any little injury or niggles or anything uh, a slip up is is going to cost. But it also makes 
all the games interesting now between now and the end of the season. So you're watching all the games and that linking into the, the Casemiro Red. I was celebrating it. One first that I thought he might miss the cup final, but then that was that was clarified straight away. But then I was thinking, hey, at least he's going to be missing for a couple of their league games uh, as well. So we maybe we could overtake them again. Um, so it, it, it's, it's, it is all to play for and you kind of celebrating an injury or, or a red card or something like that for that goes against our, our rivals now at this stage. So fun, fun, fun. Yeah, and just going back to that point, um, I'm not going to put it on the screen, but the Casemiro red, do you, do you agree with that? Do you think it Oh, yeah, I never, answered the, I never answered the question. Sorry, Pete. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Why not? Uh, a, a Man United player getting a red card, and you'll never hear me you know, complain about that. But yeah, yeah he, he, did, he, did, he did try and choke him, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think he thought he was in the UFC, um, <laughs> trying to beat down uh, Will Hughes' blessing. Um, but yeah, it, it, 100% record, no question about that. And a couple of our mates that I was with last night that are season ticket holders at Man U, they, they were at the game and they didn't see it very well. But when they saw it, when I showed them a bit, they were like, yes, it's a record. You can't argue it. Just like you can't argue the Bruno one on Tuesday. But uh, Alan Thompson um, comes up with Pete Daz. We're going through a slump in results. Daz, if this is our slump, would you complain if this was considered our nope. slump? Nope, because we're still getting points, um, and yeah. we, we've we scoring the odd goal, not not as many as we'd like. Uh, but if this is our slump, and then we come out of that and, and get going again, if Miggy comes back and starts firing, firing, if ASM can can. Uh, We'll get, we're going to get on to ASM, I know earlier, uh, can, can find something, uh, is able to, to do the defensive work and get his, his attacking uh, work back to his his maverick status back. Uh, I think uh, we, we could get some Gordon coming in is, is a, a, a big boost and he looks lively. I'll probably start him the, the next day. Um, so, yeah, we, we can get out of this slump. Great to see Wilson score a goal. Uh, the drought is over. Before that, he hadn't scored in the league anyway since uh, the Villa game um, in October. So, yeah. Um, Bournemouth is, 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 is probably the, the perfect game to try and get out of that now and get get, get a win. Um, and and that, that would take us into the Liverpool game. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Some of these contrast, uh, conversations in the chat are really, really interesting. Um, I mean, you've got Alan Thompson saying, unbeaten in 16. We are, which yeah. is outstanding. We're, we're the team that have lost the least amount of games this season after Arsenal got beat against uh, Everton. Yep. Goodison. So, well, yeah, I mean, although we've drew, drew 10, which is not ideal, but it's still 10 points on the board. <laughs> Because we haven't lost, and so it's not the worst thing in the world. But interesting from life goals. Welcome life goals into the chat. Brighton are probably the better side, to be fair, compared to Newcastle. And he, he goes on and adds with that casino uh, equals Bruno Matoma uh, better than any uh, Newcastle winger. There's there are there are a lot of similarities, and there always has been for the last while. You know, if you think about it, we we both came up uh, that season in the championship with with Rafa as manager. We on the last day of the season, and goal difference. Remember, Brighton had the scarves printed, uh, champions. I know um, Emil has has one of those scarves actually. I saw I saw him with a picture of it before, but. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's it, and then they had part they played, had Potter ball and they were we, we were playing Bruce ball. They had Potter ball and they were beating us three nil every time we turned up or they turned up uh, to us. So we've done well to to, to get to 
match them really and and they're they're if don't forget like they've they've had the, the likes of Dan Ashford in there for the last number of years and he's he's picked picked up players from nothing and turned them into they've been turned into to, to world beaters so whoever wants to go uh, buy I saw Minamoto there Arsenal linked to the one to pay 35 million for him as well as Casado uh, they want to the 70 million was rejected in in uh, in January so clubs have been in for more than that come come the summer so yeah they, they're a decent side um it'll be a great battle when when we do play them um but I wouldn't say that they're better than us yet no, I, I, I don't think so. I think, you know, they've, they've played some good stuff, but so have we. Um, they've had some dips as well. And to be fair, Charlie makes a good point. Charlie Hotspur, Brighton will have another dip in form. They always do. You know, they've had their dips earlier in the season when we were flying high. We're having our dip now, and you made a really good point, Das, and I agree with it, is that we're still picking up points. Mm. We are still picking up points, even though we're not playing well. And there will be an upturn to our form. There's no doubt about it. Um Especially now, all the cup and extra games in the cup are out of the way. We've only got one additional game, and that's the cup final, because we've earned the right to be there. All the other games are going to be week in, week out, unless we, we've got the extra game, the game that we owe back against West Ham away. That'd be a midweek game. But one midweek over yeah. the course of the season, yeah. we are going and to we- perform at some point. We'll have the Brighton game as well, that's going to be rescheduled. But the other thing, Pete, is that Although, if you look at those teams above us, they're all in Europe, as as long as West Ham, they're in Europe too. Yeah. Uh, so they, they they that's when when they were all in Europe uh, um, this area in the season, we were putting the results together week at week on week in, in the Premier League. So there's nothing to say that that get, get get through these next two games, have the cup final, let's enjoy that, uh, and then get back our heads back in the game to try and get uh, the top four. Uh, as in fourth spot would be perfect. <laughs> it doesn't matter uh, about anything else uh, after that. But yeah, just yeah, I suppose focus first of all on on Bournemouth uh, and and let's let's get try and get back to winning ways. Definitely. Um, look, that's what you got for us next. There's so many comments <laughs> I can just keep going through the chat, but yeah, I know. But, um, this, yeah, let's this let's remove the league table. We might look at we might go back to it and look at the the bottom of the league table towards the end, people. Let let's go to our ratings so uh, next maybe, um, and we can fly through this. Uh, right, let's go for it. Nick Pope, I've given him a seven. Um, I was not blaming them for the goal, really. I'm not. I'm not really blaming anyone. Anyone. I know you. You pinpointed uh, Dan Byrne for it. Fuck it. It was. It was unlucky, really. It was, there was similarities actually with the goal, and I know they played it at the end of uh, the live game um, with the, the one that Spurs. And Trippy was marking Harry Kane in that one, and uh, in this one, Trippy was marking Paqueta. But I'm giving. I'm giving Popey a uh, seven. Yeah, I was, I was uh, seven point five for me. Um, there's not not really too much he could have done done for the goal, but other than that, I thought he I thought he handled himself really well. I thought he, he used the ball well. No real concern about Nick Pope. Nick Pope's playing very well at the moment. Um, I'm very very comfortable with him being between the sticks. So yeah, seven point five. Lucky really to get yeah. to not get another clean sheet. If I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, and, like, and he's uh, unfortunately his record in the league is, is broken, but hey, he can he can start another one. Yeah. Um, right, trips. Um, I thought trips again was was, was classic. Just 
everything goes through him. He he's just so pivotal to us. Uh, along with Bruno, everything going through him in the middle. But when Bruno's not there, he kind of even highlights it a, a bit more. Okay, I know he was he was he was marking Paqueta for the goal. It was just Paqueta got very lucky. We went two two players' legs to, for that to win. I'm giving uh, Trippi an, an eight point two five. Jesus, eight point two five. Yeah. He's going for it tonight, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I was, I was gonna give him, I was gonna give him an eight. I thought, I, I actually thought he was better defensively yesterday than he was going forward. Um, I felt on the ball he, 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 he wasn't as, as, he wasn't as strong as always, uh, particularly in the first half, giving the ball away really cheaply, which was a common theme across the team, by the way. It wasn't just Trippier. Yeah. Um, but I thought, yeah, he, he could have been better with the ball. Um, deliveries, I might sound harsh here, please tell me if I'm wrong. In the, if you don't agree, that's absolutely fine. But I think his deliveries need to be better. Not just from free kicks, but corners. Um, and, and we get a lot of free kicks, probably just inside the attacking, um, the opposition's half, where we kind of yeah. loft them in into areas. We get a lot of set pieces in games. You know, we almost play for set pieces, but we don't maximise them. And I think we need to work on something. Um, we, we, we need to work on something because for, for the amount of set pieces we get, we don't score enough goals. And yeah. it baffles me because you look at our players and the they're top. all six foot plus. Burn six foot five. You've got Botman probably six three. You've got um, Shard who's six foot one, maybe six foot two. You've got... Now, Joe Linton in the six foots. Pope's at all that, but thinking from attacking areas, Wilson can be decent in the air. He's, push, he's pushing close to, to six foot. We've got players who are physically dominating on the pitch and we don't maximise them. And I don't understand why it hasn't happened. Um, it's a good point, Pete, because... Yeah, you would think with the likes of... of I'm picking out... Botman and and Byrne especially, you would think that that you we'd get more of a head on and get score more from headers in from from balls in the box. But yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll move on. Let's go to Shar. Um, for me, Shar, I think Shar needs to get hit in the head more often. He plays better when he gets hit in the head, and he's and he's and he's a he's a risk of concussion, and he always seems to play better. But I'm giving him a seven point five for for me, Shar. Yeah, no. Um... Shaw, sure. 7.5, I'll go with. Um, I actually thought, I mean, defensively, Shaw's always good. I thought he handled Mikel Antonio quite well. Mikel Antonio tried to be really physical with him, and I thought he dealt with it very, very well. But the one thing that disappointed me about Shaw is his ability on the ball. The amount of times he kept the ball away was just not, it wasn't a typical Shaw performance. It wasn't like Shaw. Balls inside into the middle of midfield, or just balls like going up and long. It, it just constantly giving the ball away, and, and it's just not like him. And it just, yeah, it, that it frustrated me at times because we weren't able to build because we just kept giving the ball away so cheaply. Um, so yeah, seven point five defensively very strong on the ball, not not at his a game as normal. Um, yeah, and I just there was a time when he, he got a bit of a knock, and then he, he, t- he took the ball and he, he ran through, he ran, ran half the pitch, uh, up brought the ball up. So I, that's what I mean. 
he, it will, more the more he gets injured, the better he plays. So um, or I don't mean injured, but a little a little knock. He just he ups his game. Even he just goes, goes almost gives him a second or third win. Is that yeah? Kind of turns into the Hulk and just goes for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, next up, Batman. I say yeah. He got the ball in the face, as I mentioned. I thought I I had him down as as, as um, doing a good job on on um, Antonio as well. I I've given him eight, Batman. Yeah, I did. I agree with you, Daz. Eight for Botman. Um, I thought physicality, um, you know, if you watch the footballers or listen to the footballers football podcast with Callum Wilson Antonio, he was talking about how he was going to bully, bully the defenders and all the rest of it. And Botman just came in and said, nah, not today, not today. And just kind of just dominated him uh, physically, didn't let him get a sniff. That's uh, probably the first game I've seen Mikel Antonio not be able to dominate a centre back through sheer strength because mm. he, he's a big, strong lad. Yeah. But so is Botman, and I loved it because he didn't give him a sniff. Got on the ball, big and strong, spot on. Um, eight for me, standard eight. Would have been higher if he got a clean sheet, but yeah, um, again, didn't put a foot wrong. Really impressed with Botman and good stuff. To be fair, like I say, defensively, really impressed with Shaw. Very good defensively, but just on the ball. Botman was a little bit better in moving yeah. his, and progressing his forward than Shaw yesterday. And of course, um, Wilson d- didn't celebrate in Antonio's face, but he said he was going to do in the podcast. So that's pretty a good thing. We don't want another yellow card. Um, it had never gone away with it. No. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Burn. I give him Burn 7.5. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else written down, written down for Burn, but yeah. 7.5. Um, I've, I've given Burn a 7. I, I think that was... That, that was probably one of the... I don't want to use the word worst because it wasn't like a really, really bad performance. But it was probably a, a dipped performance for him um, yesterday. Um, I still go back to that I still go back to that corner. I've just watched it back again. There is a duck as the ball comes in. If he stays up right, he gets it. Although there is a flick on, but I still think he should be getting onto that. Um, for me, he, and th- this is going to go on to my further conversation, he doesn't offer anything. It just doesn't offer anything in terms of an attacking threat. And I think that really hampered his yesterday. And it really told um, defensively, I think he. Uh, I'm looking at some of the stats. He won ten out of ten aerial duels. Won won ten headers. Um, ten out of ten headers. Defensive side, no problem. But we need more. We need more from a, from a, from a left back. Like what Trippier gives from an attacking sense, where how he pushes up the pitch. We need that from that left hand side because if it doesn't work on the right, we need it from the left, and it just doesn't offer it. Um, and I think it's very timely. That Matt Target is back in training. Um, yeah, I was just that's what I was trying to say. He's back in grass. Yeah, I do think, I do think at some point, not necessarily next week or the week after or whenever. I think at some point down the line, we're going to need to freshen it up. That's yeah. just my opinion. Yeah, and and even even freshening it up in game, uh, just just a different option, uh, and I'm sure it'll lead us in in then to the summer. And yeah, we probably should be looking either at a left a new left back. Are getting the likes of Alex Murphy in, involved because that's 
where he's he can play center back, left kind of left hand center back or left back. So maybe someone that could that could get in there. And I think Lewis is is gone as well. Um, let's move on uh, off the defense into the midfield. Uh, Longstaff, uh, Longy. Um, I've given Longstaff an eight. I thought he did really well. Um, I thought he um. There was no Bruno in the middle, of course, so he had to compensate. Um, thought he had a good, solid game. Eight. Longstaff. Um, oh, I, I don't think he had a great game, no? I'll be honest. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to put him too much lower than you, but, like, uh, I, I don't think I don't think he, he was overly great. And look, you know what I've, I've we've talked about him very yeah. positively this season. Um, I think he wasn't. He looked tired, maybe, but he he wasn't at the races as much. I I give him a seven point five. Um, his use of the ball wasn't as good as what as what he's normally normally is. Um, wasn't effective within his defensive positioning, and that's something I'll come on to in a second um, to expand on that. I thought his positioning in game was not good at times, was actually really, really poor. And it actually gave a lot of, uh, it gave West Ham a lot of confidence, in particular in the first half, to really drive forward. Um, he got caught out of possession quite a bit. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't good for the team. Um, and yeah, just his use of the ball just wasn't great. So for me, 7.5, um, uh, you know, not at not some of the levels that he's, that he's shown recently, in my opinion. Maybe I just got to interrupt the ratings for a second because I see that that Yano has has a comment here about and he also sent it to me on on Twitter about uh, Paqueta being offside. So yeah, so when when that ball is played in, he does look like he's in kind of an offside position, but he's also off the pitch as well. Yeah. What what did you make of that? Because it was never talked about on, in the game, um, and uh, VAR didn't look at it around like that either. Um, I was always of the mindset that if you're off the pitch, then you're not you can't be necessarily in play. Now, I don't know the rules on this. I could be wrong. Um, and that's probably why he wasn't considered offside, because he wasn't in the field of play. When he's come back in at the, at the point after the, afterwards, he's then in play. But if he's if there's a defender behind him, then he's, he's obviously active. And, and on side from that point, I don't know the I don't know the ruling on it. Um, but look, how many times have the referees not been aware of the rules, and how many times have players had to point them point them to the rules? And if the players didn't know it on in, in game time, which is clear that the Newcastle players didn't, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna call that. So um, it's one of them with its. If it is true and he was offside, it's one of them that they've been very very lucky with. But I don't believe. Just, just thinking out loud. I don't believe that 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 that's the case. I, I do believe that he was he was because he was off the field of play. He yeah. wasn't, he, he, or he can't be considered offside. I and I know that in the picture the Yano had sent me, it, it does look look like he is offside, but it's just the way I think the way the way it played out, and the, the how lucky did he get going through two players' legs? Put it in. Anyway, yeah. let's move back back to the ratings. Uh, Willock. Uh, Willock and he was replaced by um Anderson on the 80th minute. I've given Willock a 7.5. Um, I'm gonna give Willock a seven. I don't think Willock played well today. Um, yesterday, sorry. 
Um, I think that was one of his most disappointing games that I've seen him play. Other than, albeit the first minute where he scores, he scores a great goal, yeah. ends up being ruled out as a fantastic piece of footwork to that turn the defender back in on his right, bang straight into that far corner. It's a lovely, lovely finish. And he had a sore leg at that time as well. He was, he was, he was holding his knee right before that. Like, sorry. Yeah, I was worried. I genuinely thought he, he got an injury, and then all of a sudden he pops up with that and he celebrates as if everything's hunky dory and he's he's all good, but. It's almost like at that point, that's when he stopped playing. I have a real issue and concern with Willock long-term. Not his running, not got an issue with that. His work rate, not got an issue with that. His directness, haven't got an issue with that. It's his ability on the ball. His ability to find passes. His ability to link the play. I have a real concern about it. We saw it Tuesday night when he plays that blind ball into Shea Adams and Shea Adams gets the goal back um, yeah. because it, it's, he doesn't look nowhere near as comfortable on the ball as any other Newcastle United midfielder. And he, yeah. he hasn't got the confidence or the, maybe even the ability, I don't know, to find passes that we, were, we are going to need at the level that we're going to. He's got the work rate, he's got the drive, he's got all the other bits to his game. But I genuinely feel that if he doesn't improve his ability on the ball, his touch, his passing, his range of passing, um, his tight passing in tight areas, that is going to hamper him moving to the next phase. I genuinely believe that, and this I, is not based on the West Ham period. This is not just based, uh, sorry, based on the West Ham performance. This is based on what I've seen of him over the course of the season because he just doesn't look comfortable with the ball. I don't get it. Maybe it's just a trait that he's just not developed yet, but he needs to very soon because we've got players in midfield that are all very comfortable with passing the ball and being comfortable in tight spaces with the ball at their feet, and he's not. For me, next season, he's a squad player, and he's a great impact player coming off the bench. And I, and I just coming back to me as well. Oh, yeah, I was, because in our chat, I was saying, calling for, to give Anderson a run out for the last, the last, 20 minutes or so because I just thought yeah he, he, we need to freshen it up um, so yeah I agree with you he didn't have the greatest of games let's move on uh, let's go to J7 uh, I put J7 down as a 7.75 um, uh, yeah what your thoughts there Pete um, my man of the match easily for me Jolene so. Um and I've given him an 8.5 because that's the highest any of the players on the pitch will get. And the reason why he's not higher is because of that god-awful dive that he did in the <laughs> second half. That's the only reason he's not been given a nine. And, and, and the reason why I put Joe Linton as my man of the match is because he was an absolute man-mountain. The guy played... He was playing like he was two players on the pitch. He was outstanding. Um, and... I just love him in the centre midfield. I don't want to see him out on the left again. I don't want him even to be considered a left-sided attacking forward anymore. He is a central midfielder as part of that midfield three. He has to be in there. He is so good. He outplayed Paqueta and he uh, he stood up and was equally as good as, in my opinion, the other best player on the pitch in right. Declan Rice. Yeah. Declan Rice was outstanding. Right, if anyone says that Declan Rice is shite, go and watch that game back. He was unbelievable. If we had the money, if we could afford him in the summer, 
I would love nothing more to bring Declan Rice to Newcastle United. I don't think we we can afford him personally. I, hang on, with the money I, with the money that they'll command, I not, not okay. Tell me, okay. Let let me rephrase that. Yeah, we can afford him, but I just don't think we'll pay the money. That, but that at the same time, I, I was I'm, I'm sorry to put in people. As, as the game was on, I was I was thinking going on. I was thinking as well, right. Chelsea, they've spent all this money and they've they've trying to sort out the midfield because um it, like you have you have three big players that, that are going to be going in the summer. You have uh, Moise Casado, you have uh, Jude Bellingham, and you have Declan Rice. I imagine all three of those are going to be on the in, on the move in the summer. Like Arsenal, Arsenal can't buy all three. Liverpool can't buy all three. Chelsea uh, can't buy all three. You know, Man City uh, will they go in and, and take try and take one of them? Uh, they 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 brought in kind of Phillips there. It hasn't really worked out as well. But this this I, I don't I, I don't think one club will buy two of those. So uh, either so the the one of them might be up for grabs. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And if we're in the Champions League. If we get Champions League, will we be in the race for players like that? I think it'd be I think it'd be mad if we weren't. But I just think the money that will be banded about for some of those players will just be too great for us. Not that we can't afford it, and I was wrong when I said we wouldn't be able to afford it. It's whether we would be willing to pay that sort of money for those players. Um and it having and hampering the rest of our window in where we need to strengthen. Because let's be honest. There's probably five or six players at least in that squad, in the whole squad that need to be shipped out. So there's players that need to come in in other positions. So going out and spending a huge load of money on one player in one position isn't probably viable for Newcastle United at this stage. But if you want that, if we could, if we could get that player at a reasonable price, definitely. Declan Rice was 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 outstanding. Such a good player. Such, such a good player. But the reason why I say is that Joe Linton, going back to the point, Joe Linton and Rice were the two outstanding players. Is they were for very, very different reasons. Declan Rice is calm and control on the ball. The way he drives into midfield with the ball and he makes things happen. I loved it. I love watching him play because he has an elegance about the way he plays. Joe Linton... Is, there's no elegance about him. He's all hustle and bustle. He's just like a brick wall, bang. I'm going to go through you and I'm getting the ball as well. And he presses so high, so well. Um, he made Paqueta look average. And I don't think Paqueta played well personally, in my opinion, not to the level that I've seen him play. Yeah. But if the two Brazilians coming up against each other, Joe Linton was the better of the two. There was no doubt about that. And he was definitely our best player. Um, and at times he was playing this two men, the amount of ground he covers. Um, you could almost argue that, you know, it was a horrible dive, but he was trying to win something for Newcastle because he was driving us forward with the ball and he was trying to make something happen. But um, yeah, uh, very, very impressed with Joe Linton in that midfield three. Um, and it's great to see him back there. Yeah, and just because I've, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent now, so maybe I'll finish, uh, finish uh, what I was going to say as well, is that... Um, if we even if we just bring up the league table, because uh, in, in the race, in the race, in my fairy tale race here for Rice, Jude Bellingham, and Moise Casado, uh, I don't see Liverpool or Chelsea getting Champions League. Uh, so uh, that there's a, if we were to get Champions League, I, I'd say why not? Why wouldn't we be able to get, get one of those in? Uh, and and that's and, and we go big in the summer, but. 
that look at that's that's fairy tale stuff at that at the moment. Um right, back to where we are. <laughs> back to the ratings, and we go to Miggy. Um Miggy again, I, I absolutely love the way himself and, and, and Trips uh link up. The 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 tele telepathic knowledge of where where they're going to be uh, miggy makes the, the the runs um look it didn't really work out for for miggy uh, he, he he got taken off in the yeah the 80 match um i'm gonna give him maybe i should up my my joe linton rating to, to eight and give miggy the, the 7.75 um so yeah it's so, because i don't want I, I don't think miggy was on the same level as joe linton either so yeah i'm going to give uh joe linton the eight and give miggy 7.75 yeah uh, miggy i'm also going to give a seven i don't think miggy played well i thought he was poor um and I'm not going to say I'm concerned about his performances, but I need to see more from him, is what I'm going to say. I need to see more from Miggy. I'm not expecting the goals every game. I'm not expecting him, oh, if he doesn't score, he's, he's shit. That's yeah. not what I'm saying at all. But there is elements to his game that have just dropped off, and it's a worry for me personally um and i think uh we need we need miggy playing and firing on all cylinders if we're gonna if we're gonna get champions league football but that performance yesterday was not good um and you know he he still does all this stuff he runs he works probably didn't work back as much as he as he normally does i noticed Uh his recovery runs were not as good as as normal which is feeding into my opinion of him playing. Um, but on the ball, in attacking areas, it's not working right now. And this is the, we talked about it, actually, me and you, when we did a review show way back when, and I was worried about teams figuring him out. And it feels like teams have started to figure out how to stop Miguel Amiron playing. And he's going to have to do something different, provide something different. For me, yeah, yeah. Um, he he was not great. I'm gonna know something here now because there's a t- talking point I'll I'll bring to you when we get on to something else. Um, because um, yeah, it, it, it'll link up well. Right, we'll move on. Uh, we'll go to ASM. Um, for me, uh, ASM. <laughs> I think he's just. We, we did touch on him before, Pete, myself, and yourself on on, on one of these review shows. He, he like. We're not, the 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 ASM that we had when he got injured um, in the Wolves game, start of the season, that kind of maverick that would just be so direct and run at everything, and maybe head down and go go for it, um, like he he passed one, one in four times. Now he's passing three and four times. And he's 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 doing he's doing more kind of defensive work than attacking work. It's kind of like we've we've lost. He's he's lost. He's he's. His mojo, or he's that that maverick thing in it, and is it is it a case that not 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 getting an Eddie Howe, but he's trying to play the Eddie Howe way, and then he's he's losing what he's good at then, and what we're expecting from him, and people are saying then they're not seeing the defensive work that he's doing, or he's trying to fit into the Eddie Howe way of playing. And they're they're expecting the 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 maverick kind of style to him, and and they're they're, they're having a go at him then. Um, so 
it's he, he needs to get that balance though and and that's going to be key for, for me it needs that's going to be key for him to be able to, to stay at Newcastle uh can, can he can he do both because uh, if he do, can do both to some degree he's 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 an asset for the team if he can't what have we got? We, we, we're losing. He, he's not going to be a, a first team uh, regular for us then. Uh, and rating 7.25 for, for, for ASN. Um, it's really weird for me, but I'm actually going to agree with you on the score. I'm going to go 7.25. Not about what I said. Uh, and, the reason, and the reason why is because I actually thought. ASM overall played better than Miggy. Um, now, you've raised a really good point, and you're not the only one to raise this point. I'm going to take a deep breath here because there's a lot to talk about with ASM because he has been the talk of Newcastle, as he normally he normally is. Um, and Yano's raised a good point. Has Eddie ruined ASM? I don't think it's Eddie, but has he changed maybe... Uh, ruins may be a, a harsh word. Has he changed ASM too much? David Cook seems to think no. ASM has ruined ASM. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't understand how that could happen, um, personally. But it's an interesting point. And I'll come to ASM. And I think you've you, you've touched on a point that I want to develop a little bit more. ASM has been told by the fan base, uh, and, and I assume by by the by the coaching staff that you know he has to do both jobs he has to defend he has to attack he's been told you know asm listens to social media you know he what you know he yeah. looks at the comments he responds he does all this stuff it's very very clear that asm is trying to be the player that everybody wants him to be then what he wants to be the one that defends and tackles and, and gets back in defense but he also wants to be the match winner um and I genuinely believe that ASM right now is trying too hard. Yeah. He's trying too hard in his game, which is why he's not performing at the level that he can be. Now, there are, there are different caveats to that. There are different elements to that that we, that we can get into. But you look at his defensive performances, he made the most tackles in defensive positions than any other Newcastle player. So he's doing his defensive job. He might not always be running back, sprinting back to help his defenders, but that's not part of the role. Joe Linton helps out on the left-hand side. Joe Willick helps out on the right. Miggy and ASM get back as the third yeah. defensive option. That's the clear tactic. So if you see ASM high up at the pitch, having ran up and tried to create something going forward, and he's not busting the gut to get back, that's because Joe Linton needs to be there. If Joe Linton is not there, that's on Joe Linton. The same on the other side of, of, of Willick. And I'll go through this in a second um, when I get the board up. Um, so he's clearly doing his defensive job. Some of the tackles he made yesterday were brilliant. Some last-ditch last ones that were yep. put in really difficult positions by West Ham. And he Agreed. was there and he made the tackles and he started counters off the back of it. So he's clearly doing that. What he's doing is hampering him doing things further forward. Now... I would argue that for the first 10 or 15 minutes, everything for Newcastle is played down the right-hand side. And that's fine, because that's where we've got our most success from. So we're not utilising ASM um, the way we should be. Uh, do I think his performance was good? No, not from an attacking position. I don't think he was good at all. Um, and that's where ASM, in my opinion, 
needs to improve because that's what we know ASM to be. ASM is an attacking threat. Clubs and teams are scared of him because they know what he can do on the ball. And I genuinely believe he's not confident at the moment. He's lost his confidence. He doesn't play every week. He's coming off the bench. He's trying to prove a point. But I think every every player loses their confidence now and again. And I think ASM um, has lost his confidence now. Uh, now, I'll go to the point that a lot of people are talking about and saying, oh, you know, he didn't have a great performance. Gordon did more than him in 15 minutes than ASM did in 70. And I agree with that. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about Gordon. Gordon was very good. But it wasn't long ago that we were saying the same about ASM coming off the bench, having 15, 20 minutes ago. Yeah. He, that boy needs to start. He's come on and changed the game. He's He's been excellent. And it's like, people have real short memories. Like, <clears throat> When you've when you when you've played for seventy minutes and the team knows how you're playing and and you're in a set system, if you're a new player coming onto the pitch, it is quite easy to come in and change the game and give something different. And Gordon did, and he did very very well. Um, I'm 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 a big fan uh, of, of, of what I think is to come for for um, Anthony Gordon. But what my question is for those that are hammering ASM right now. What's going to happen when Gordon gets the start? And he will eventually, whether it's on the right or the left, he'll start. It will be built. ASM will start next week against Bournemouth, in my opinion, and he'll start the weekend after against <laughs> Liverpool. They'll give him a run of games to prove himself because he needs a run of games to start regularly. You don't just go, right, you've know, got one performance. It wasn't great when the team weren't great either, by the way, shall I say. Yeah. The team weren't great. It wasn't just ASM. <laughs> I've only ever I've only seen ASM being hammered on social media. He wasn't the only bad player. I've just named two: Burn and Miggy Amiron, In my opinion, were worse than him on the pitch yesterday. They haven't been hammered at all. So for me, I'm thinking he needs to run the games. And if he doesn't perform in three or four games, then yeah, bring Gordon in, just like we did with Bruno Gamares back in January. Shelby and Botman. Spot and Botman. Shelby kept his spot, Byrne kept his spot until the other person won their place back. Nothing's going to change with that. Now, my question is, is that what are you going to do if then Gordon comes on and starts matches and does exactly what ASM does? We have a bad performance and Gordon doesn't play well. He has a bit of a downer. Are people going to get on Gordon's back and go, ah, I... Get back to Everton. You're rubbish. We need to sell him, move him on, waste the money, blah, 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 blah. Or are you going to get behind him? That's my that's my question. Are you going to get behind him? Are you going to say, I, I want him out, get rid of him? Because the one thing I'll say is that Alice at Maximum will leave Newcastle United at some point. Whether it's the summer, whether it's the January 2024, or the summer after that. ASM will leave the club. But nothing's going to change. ASM's not been playing recently. <clears throat> Who's been the hot topic of conversation and the voice of hate? Sean Longstaff. Everyone gets on at Sean Longstaff because he's not the player. He's not good enough. He's he's rubbish. He misses too many chances. <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. Get him out of the team. Buy another player that's going to replace him. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. Because the negativity, people just like to be negative. 
And the negativity is always going to be there regardless, right? ASM leaves, Sean Longstaff will be the, the next one in line. If Sean Longstaff's not the next one in line, it'll be Anthony Gordon. If Anthony <clears throat> Gordon's not the next one in line, it'll be Callum Wilson. There's always going to be someone that somebody is not going to like, and there's always going to be the point of that's the reason why we didn't win. They're always going to be the one that, that's going to be pointed at. Whereas actually, we need to be getting behind the players. We yeah. need to be getting Champions League football this season. We deserve Champions League football this season. And by pointing a finger at one player after the whole team played really poor yesterday, I think is incredibly harsh. On his first start since, what, August in the Premier League? I think it's incredibly harsh for me. And I think those that are really gunning for ASM, personally, I just think they just don't like him. And that's fine. If you just don't like the player, come out and tell me you just don't like the player or, or just say you don't like the player. Don't make excuses. Don't go, oh, he didn't track back. He didn't track back twice in the game. So therefore, he's, de he's deflecting his defensive duties. Go and look at the stats. He defended just as good as anybody else. Um, and in some cases, better. Yes, you can argue we didn't play well going forward, but neither did Miguel Almiron. Miguel Miron was actually worse than him. Go, go and look, watch the game back. I've watched it back three times now. He was not Again, good. Three times. I've, I've only watched it once and matched the day highlights. <laughs> yeah, but this is me. This is me. This is not because I loaded. I've said it before. Yeah. It's not because I loaded and what we do here. This is me. I always do it. I always watch back games. I watch back players. I watch back how people perform. Miguel Miron was no different or no better in fact, it was worse, in my opinion, than ASM. But ASM gets the heat. Why? Why? It's because he, we want, he, we want him, and so desperate for him to be our match winner because we needed someone different. But yet, we get. And, and if if, we, if, we if he scores, if he scores the next day, he, he's the hero again. You know, he is. He's in kind of a, in some ways, an easy target to 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 uh, hit. But. Two good points you made there, there Pete. Uh, well, a lot of good points, and I'm not going to argue with Anthony you said because I agree with everything you said. Maybe other people in the panel would 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 disagree. So we're not we're not going to have a debate, I'm afraid. But uh, what what you you said that most of the ball is going down the right, and you have that that Trippier um, Miggy link up. We do, and you pointed to it in in your ratings. We don't have that with Byrne because Byrne isn't isn't knocking forward. He's not the same type of player as as uh, as uh, Trippy. So ASM isn't getting that that the same level that that Miggy is getting. Um, that's one thing. And the other thing is with with where we are now, we've Gordon, ASM, and Miggy. I, if I was Eddie Howe, I would be looking at training and going, who who can who can I put on here that's 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 going who's Performing the best in training, and that's who I'm going to start and rotate it if necessary, uh, and have 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 one of the three being the, being the sub, the impact player for whoever isn't performing on on the day in whatever given game is on. So, and it's good to have that option uh, now as well. Um, so, yeah, and I agree. You, you, you do need to give give ASM a run of games. Uh, would would I I would drop one of ASM or Miggy for, for the next game though, and and start guard. Gordon, um, that's just been me, but um, I don't know. I suppose Eddie, I, I know the way Eddie Howe goes about it as well. He, he does kind of introduce people gradually, uh, but then again, Botman and Bruno were coming from different leagues, 
Gordon is, is well used to playing in the Premier League, so he might approach it, it differently. So again, as always, that that, that team selection uh, at half four next next week will be interesting for the game at half five. There's, there's a couple of comments that, that have come up that, that are quite interesting. Jordan Team for Life said, what is ASM's main role? To create chances and score goals, ASM is not going on his natural instincts. And you're absolutely right, but that's because he's low on confidence at the moment. You can tell. You can look, to be fair, there was talk about it from a lot of national journalists that he doesn't look himself. Not because he's not happy, but he just looks like he's not his happy, smiley self at this moment in time that you normally see. And the reason being is because he's not playing regularly. He's rusty. Someone said in the chat, he is rusty. You, you can't just play 15, 20-minute cameo roles and then be expected to go and play 75 minutes for the first time and think that everything's okay. Um, certain players are programmed differently. Um, and, and that's and that's just the way it is. Um, and, and, and UFC Shane made a really good point here. Um, if Seth Maximin had full-backs like Kieran Trippier behind him, um, he'd be so much better. Fanny yeah. to remember, um, he gets no help from Dan Byrne um, uh, at all. And I just want to, just to take the screen off you for a second, Daz. Yeah, um, right. This is what I wanted to come up to. So you can see the screen here. Got rid of a lot of the attacking play, uh, players from West Ham because it's not needed here. But you can see here, this is roughly how the system that West Ham started with, with the same players. Now, what you've found so many times um, with ASM, and it happens game in, game out, is that when ASM gets the ball in this moment here, this is what happens here. Now, what you need is someone to take one or two of these players off. So what he was getting last season and what was happening, whoever was playing on the left last season, was this from target, making that one there. Not even necessarily getting the ball. But what you do, you drag that player Take off. Take a few. And then what you do is you have Joe Linton or whoever's on this left-hand side to make a run or to create a little space in there that brings that player there, which creates the one-on-one. How many times I saw this against ASM and we're expecting him to constantly beat the man like this when Byrne is sat here. Like, it's not realistic. It's not realistic. Almiron doesn't get the same situation. I'll bring it over to here. So any one of these players, Willett, Longstaff, can get that ball here, and they'll play that ball into here. They'll play that ball into here, or they'll play it to Trippier. But what you'll find is, is in that little triangle that we talk about, and Bruno is normally this guy here. What you'll tend to find is, is that Miggy can move in or he can move out. But he does that based on this. And what you see time and time again in the game is this. And he'll make that ball run into that space. Whether he gets the ball or not, it doesn't matter. What that does, it drags him here. So what that does is then open up a one-on-one situation because he gets attracted to the ball. That ball gets played in here. Almiron either goes inside or outside. And he uh, gets the chances off the back of that. The Willett goal comes from here. The ball gets played in here. The ball gets played back to Willett. Willett cuts in, bang, goal. Gets ruled out, fair enough. But that's what works. It works. Yeah, and that, that's, our, that's our tactic, Pete. And that, yeah. that's the way Eddie has set us up. And if, if you remember back to when we were talking about uh, the, like Trippier is playing as a kind of a, a wing back and we were reverting to three at the back kind of with, with Byrne, Bottom and Char. So 
at the same time, Byrne can't be too places either. And and he, and, and you're right. Uh, um, ASM isn't getting the the, the freedom that Almiron is getting and the service from Trippier because Trippier yeah. is up so far. So yeah. if if you put ASM out where 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 um where Miggy is, then he he would have more space for sure. Uh, and he, he'd be, Go on. Sorry, Dash. Yeah, no, no, exactly what you what you're doing there, and and that's where 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 he'll have to if if Miggy isn't firing on all cylinders, he'll have to mix it up and and change that position because everything is going through that right hand side, and and it, where ASM is sitting there now on that right wing. So whoever is playing, whether it's uh, Miggy, ASM, or Gordon in the future, that's 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 the key. That's the pivotal point in our team. That's that's where we've we've got our points this season, if you think about it. Uh, and that if if, it's, if Miggy isn't on, on fire, put someone else in there uh, in, in that in that spot, or flick it around the other side. I would so love I, to see this. I would love to see Trippier leading and coaching and and supporting ASM on this right hand side through a game of football. I would love it. Because I think ASM has the ability to do the the the, um, to the unpredictable, but he also can make those runs in and behind. But what you then got is if he gets those runs into this area, it's a natural right-footed player that can get the balls into there to Wilson or Isa, whoever. The other side of the The natural wingers is that what you then find is Miggy Amir on here, which if you remember the Southampton goal on Tuesday, Miggy was here played the ball back into this space, and this is where Longstaff came on to for the second goal. Yeah. Why? Because he's naturally a left-footed player. And I genuinely believe, yes, there's going to be times where it works, where Miggy plays on this left, on this right-hand side, but I genuinely believe that there are certain times in the game, certain pockets of the game where they need to switch. ASM sometimes plays, plays some really good stuff on this right-hand side, has assisted a number of goals on this right-hand side, and created moments by playing in this area. And I do believe at some point to maximise our chances, especially without Bruno, that needs to happen. But this here, against that three, and it's not the first time it's happened, <clears throat> is not realistic. You cannot expect a man to beat three men and not have an outside runner or anyone creating any moments in here. Because the next ball in is Joe Linton. And the next ball for Joe Linton is working their way back across and we're keeping the ball. So that then takes ASM out of the game. So he's only there to receive the ball to just play it backwards. If he then gets the ball and tries to take on those three men and loses it, who's going to get the shit for that? ASM, because he's lost the ball. But we've lost the ball to three men and it happens so often. ASM keeping the ball and keeping things ticking over is better than normal. But we don't want him to just do that. ASM is a unique player. That's why we signed him. That's why he was so influential to, for us under Bruce, is because he did the unpredictable. We've lost the unpredictability of ASM because he's conforming to just playing nice, easy, tight football, and we're not allowing him to go and produce the moments possible. And if we mean if we need to move him to get those moments, they're moments that could potentially win us a game against the team like West Ham. And that's why I raised the point, because it's not cut and dry that he's just playing shit. It's not cut and dry that he's just not defending. He's doing the defensive side of things much better than he ever has before. And we're not conceding goals off the fact, the fact that he's not defending, because he is. But what we're losing is why we signed Alan Set Maxim. Yeah. Losing that, that spot. Of what everyone expects. 
course. Everyone yeah. expects him to go take two or three men on and, and, and create a moment. But he's not willing to do that at the moment because he's trying so hard. He, and he's, he's been a team player in doing so. He's trying to conform and try so hard to be a team player. Mm. But he's lost his individuality. And if I'll be honest with you, if he's lost, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna try and conform him, and he loses his individuality, there's no point in having set maximum at the club. You might as well sell him now. Oh. Sell him to a, yeah. a, a AC Milan. Sell him, sell him to another club because ASM's individuality is what makes <clears> him so good, and, and why so many teams, you know, are scared of him because they are. You, you, you hear West Ham play. Do you hear any other player? They still say. Who's the player that you most fear most at Newcastle? And it's at Maxwin because he's unpredictable. But he's lost his unpredictability. We need to get that back some way, shape or form, whether it's changing his position or allowing players to play in certain ways that gives him the space to do what he needs to do. But going back to the original point, he didn't have a good game from an attacking point of view which is why I put him the same as you as a 7.25. But there were players that were worse on the pitch. Someone's put in the comments that maybe he had more touches and did blah, 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 this, that, and the other. He may well have, but he did nothing in the game. So with more touches and more opportunities, he still produced even less than Alan St. Maximin. That, for me, makes his performance even worse than Alan St. Maximin's, which is why I said what I said. If, if we were to play out another scenario, right, let's say uh, Target is back and, and Target is, f- is firing and being back and he's, he's in favour for, for Eddie Howe. And then if you were to move Target on for Burn, I think you get more, as you're saying, we get more out of ASM than who, or whoever is playing on that left-hand side. But what we'll lose out then is we, we'll concede more goals. Because it's that's been a factor, in, a massive factor in our season is we're so solid at the back and we're, we're not as susceptible to counter-attack because we've three there sitting at the back will mop up everything while Trippi has moved up a bit forward. So, it, yeah, it, it, it's maybe it's something that having the option in games as well that, we, we, that let's say we go a goal behind or we are in a nil-nil or one-all one situation like we were yesterday, that you take burn off, you bring on target, the target would get would connect more with ASM and you get more out of that left wing as well as the right. So it's it's those options that that will be available to, to Eddie Howe as we get into the the, the run-in because we are in that, that run-in now. But no, that's great. This, great this never happens, by the way. I don't know what Yano would put tonight, but he actually agrees with me. Bloody hell, like, uh, I think the world's going to end. We've got an asteroid coming in the next hour or so. No, we're going to get Champions League, Pete. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no spy balloons over us. We're okay, we're okay. Um, but, but equally, equally, and look, we're, we're fair on this channel. Um, um, and I'll go back up. There's a couple of comments as well. Um, hold on one second. Sorry, uh, I, I want to be no, fair. It's I okay because there's a million comments, and we're, 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 the two I'm, of us are very difficult. Basically, uh, you, there was a couple of comments. Craig Lee was we, we saying, you know, don't agree with you. Blah 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 blah. Um, he thinks I've got some sort of rose-tinted glasses on for ASM. I just <laughs> said ASM didn't have a good game from an attacking point of view. Like, I'm, I'm, I've not got rose-tinted glasses on whatsoever. And you know what? ASM may well leave the club in the summer, and if he does. Fair play to him and fair play to us because we'll get a player in, no doubt, that, that will come in and replace him on that left-hand side. But, look, I look at it from the way I look at it and I yeah. the way I, I observe the game. Um, I thought ASM, um, 
I say he was better than Mickey Amiron, not much better. <laughs> I'll put it that way. He definitely wasn't. Yeah. But I thought um, things that he did in the game were, were better than, than Miggy. I think, I'll be honest with you, Miggy really missed Bruno Gamerez. Miggy doesn't perform yeah. well when Bruno Gamerez is not in the team because Bruno Gamerez has an understanding with Miggy that Miggy doesn't have with any other player on the pitch. And I think that's why the performance was so poor um, from him. But look, let's wait and see. Um, and Miggy could turn up and have a storm next week away at Bournemouth, but so could ASM. So let's wait and see. And the the other thing, like, and we will, we haven't even finished the players that started the game yet. But like when when Gordon came on, was was a, the seventy fifth match that the the West Ham side that he was facing were tired, or defense were, were were tired, so he's able to run at them and cut inside as well. But um, look, let's we'll, we'll move on from from ASM. We'll go to Wilson. Um. Wilson for me, um, yeah, uh, aggression to win the ball, great, great goal, of course, and pointed to, to, to Longstaff where exactly he wanted and the great ball from Longstaff for him to get to it. Then, though, though, for me, he's someone that, that, that needs to, uh, to come off after 60 minutes or, and be replaced by an Isaac or Isaac start and then uh, Wilson come on later in the game as well. Uh, I don't think he. I don't think he can he can play ninety minutes now for for us uh, and and to the high level that's the standard that he 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 expects himself and we expect. Um, there was yeah the 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 finish where yeah it was a great tackle by our, our guard and the the header towards the end on the eighty first minute. So all in all, it's great to see Wilson back on the score sheet. Uh, back the drought is over, but I'm giving them a seven point seven five. Um. I give Wilson an eight for the finish. Um, it was a brilliant finish. Weak foot, lovely run. If we could get more balls into him like that for his goal, yeah, yeah. he'd be okay. Um, and yeah, uh, although he didn't have a great game in my opinion, it, it was it was a nice ball from from Longstaff. It was. Um, and if I'm right, I'm thinking Joe Linton won the ball off Paqueta that yeah. allowed him to play the ball. Um, Lovely, lovely finish. Um, held up the ball well. Looked sharp. Sharper than normal. Um, it looked like he, he got his fitness back. He looked like he was bang up for that game. But you're right. I agree with you. I think long term, Isaac comes in. And it's frustrating because Isaac finishes that second opportunity that Gordon puts through. Oh, yeah. He finishes that. And he Isaac races away ahead of Aguard and, and puts that home. Um, but look, uh, Wilson will score goals for Newcastle. He will go on a run where he doesn't score, but he will always score goals. I'll give him an eight for that because I think overall his overall play um, was actually uh, was actually pretty good over the course of the game. Fair play to Wilson. Glad he's back scoring because we're going to need his goals. Him and him and um, him and Isaac's goals are going to be uh, are going to be key. Yeah. But also getting getting the best out of ASM is going to be key as well, and how how Gordon uh, settled in because he did a great he did a great cameo there. Um, look, we'll, we'll get to Gordon. Let's let's finish on Gordon, and we'll that's the ratings on. Um, I'll give him a great through ball when he uh, came in, and a great tackle back as well. Uh, one point, uh, the, the through ball was to Wilson. Um, or I'll give him, I'll give him an eight. I'll give him an eight for 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 the, the cameo. Um, but um, 
I don't know. Uh, I'd, I'd consider starting him uh, I, uh, over uh, Miggy or RSM uh, on, on against Bournemouth. But I do know what you're saying, Pete, about ASM does need games. Uh, you can't just, just say that's it. Because where, where where do you – I see the, the logic in – yeah, then Gordon has a bad game. Then you're back to ASM and then you keep swap, swapping. You, you need to give them a run. But it is it's a difficult decision for, for Eddie Howe. I, I, I'd make a decision on training. And I, I think – there's, there's two spots there, and, and there's, there's three players fighting for it. So, um, it any one of them uh, could be on the bench the, the, the next day. Yeah, um, I think I think you made a really good point. Is and we've already talked about it. If if you play Gordon and he has a bad game, then you're back to ASM and that conversation starts all over again. At least then, Eddie Howe can go right. You're my guy, ASM, for three games. You play West Ham, Bournemouth, and Liverpool. Show them what you're about. If at that point he doesn't play or put the performances in over the course of those three games that he should be performing at, Gordon's in. And he goes, you know what? Gordon, show me what you're about. And nine times out of ten, the player in the new signing, when they come in, they tend to stay in the team. And I've not got no issue with that because I'm, I just want Newcastle United to win games. Um, I thought Gordon looked sharp. I th- I thought he was better than better on the ball than I thought he was as a player. His passing, his intelligence, his movement was better than I thought it was from what I'd seen of him at Everton. Um, he looked hungry, which is what we talked about. Mm-hmm. The question mark was uh, I said to you way back when the the question mark. Well, this is when we were talking about him when he was still Leverton player, like at the back end of last season. I think the question was asked to us, you know, would you take Gordon? And I said at that point, I'm not quite sure because I don't think he would give what he gives for Everton because it's the club he came up with. But he's got the hunger. Yeah, no, and, and he wants to prove it. He does. Yeah. He wants to prove Everton wrong. He wants to prove a point to Everton and their fans. And he wants to prove it in Newcastle. And you could tell when he came on. Um and you know what? If he keeps putting in performances like that, whether it is ASM or Miggy, um, you, you won't be able to keep him out of the team. Um, no, and and the other the other thing, Pete, is I think he wants to prove it to himself as well. He 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 could have sat there at Everton, maybe Everton even got relegated and moved to a Chelsea in the summer or whatever like that uh, again. But no, he he saw, saw Eddie Howe gets the best out of players. He can make you a better player, and he 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 wants he wants that. You know, so I think, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think he's going to hit the ground running for first, and I agree. When he does come in, I think he'd stay in. Um, so to answer, put a question back to you, Pete. You are Eddie Howe. You are doing your team sheet for the Bournemouth game. You've watched training all week, and of course that'll be a major factor. But who are you starting in those key positions on uh, against Bournemouth? Are you sticking with the exact same team? Uh, and also, you've got Isaac back in the, in the mix as well. Um, I think it's hard to take Wilson out of the team because he scored. Um, so I think, I think, yeah, I think he'll stick with Wilson. And it's Bournemouth as well, his old club. I think yeah. he's going to stick with. I, mean, I think he's going to stick with Wilson. And I do genuinely believe he'll stick with ASM, whether people agree with it or not. Um, I, I, I was always of the mindset, even before the West Ham game, that. ASM would get three games to 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 win his place back before the final. Um, 
And I think he will stick with that, and he'll stick with that team, and he'll go again. Um, and they will, and he, but he will also go too at 60, 70 minutes, depending on how the game's going. He'll go to Gordon to replace possibly ASM or Miggy, depending <clears> on how the game's going and how the team playing. Um, I think he'll go with the same. Um, someone just put in the chat, Gordon being cup tied um, may mean that ASM gets the three games. And yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. He, you know, the. <laughs> If Gordon comes on and scores two or three goals, then you can't keep him out of the team. If he comes yeah. on and scores against Bournemouth, like he starts against Liverpool, like there's no doubt about it. But if ASM has a good game and he plays well and he gets an assist or maybe even gets a goal, then you're talking about a different situation. But the key to it is, is that ASM can actually play in the cup final. Yeah. And he needs to build up ASM to make sure that he's match ready to potentially put play in the cup final, whether it's off the bench, whether it's starting, he needs to build him up um, because Gordon's not available. So uh, there was a good point in the in the, in, in the chat um, with that comment, but I would stick with this team, if I'm honest with you, and then look for Gordon to come on and, and, and go on the right or the left and, and go from there. But I'll be honest with you, like we have to not be in a position where Murphy comes on, uh, and it's no disrespect, <laughs> to but we we need we need we need players to be sitting, our first team players to be seeing through ninety minutes, so we're not having to make these changes. If we're two or three in and up, it's different. But when we're still chasing the game, still chasing the win, I don't know what other people think in the chat. Daz, I don't know what you think, but but having Murphy come on, it doesn't fill you with confidence. No, it doesn't. I think, I I I think you've convinced me, Pete. To stick with the same team, right? And with the, the logic you you you, you said tonight. Um, before before I come on, Joe, I was I was I was getting rid of ASM or Miggy and, and starting Gordon. But now I'm think I'm willing to 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 go with the same team and take. But I take Wilson off on sixty minutes, um, because he he'd be he'll he'll be out of, out of juice at that stage. And I'll be bringing I'll be taking off either ASM or Miggy, whoever isn't is, isn't performing to the standards, and bring on Gordon then. I don't know, maybe on sixty-five minutes or whatever. Uh, we'll see. But um, right, I'll roll the dice and go with that. And uh, the other thing is, the, why I think Eddie will keep the same team is because how long did he give Wilson? Like uh, Wilson didn't score since October, and he gave him all that time and all those games to to get his goal. And now he's kind of say, well, I, I was right. He would score again. But so he he's. I think he will stick with ASM unless something comes up in training during the week. But I think he will. Um, yeah. People won't like it. But... Jordan two for life. Come on, man. There is no way I want Dummett to start. The head of it. <laughs> you know what? We've been we've been big, big, massive damn, uh, big damn burn fans recently. Uh, but yeah, he just didn't play too well in in that last game, in my opinion. Um, I can't believe Craig Lee. You're telling me about tinted glasses, and then you're telling me you want Joe Linton drop for Bournemouth. You're having a laugh. He was man of the match. He's the best player on the team. You need your best players yeah. playing. Maybe, maybe it's the, to, to the yellow cards. I don't care. Yeah. You, you do. Have a word in his ear, and you tell him to mind <laughs> to mind your tackles. Yeah, you yeah. Tell him that he's on the bench. What's that going to do to his confidence before the cup final? Hang, hang on, on. Pete. Pete. Okay. 
Joe Linton goes and gets another yellow card against Bournemouth, and he has to go into play against Liverpool the game before before the the cup final. I I would drop him then because <laughs> I keep him for the cup final, but that's just me. Uh, I, I um, but yeah, you don't want him if, if he doesn't pick up a, a booking at Bournemouth, then yeah, let him let him loose at Liverpool um as well, and then he'd be fine once he gets sent off. Nice. Um, look. We're we're fighting on. This is Newcastle now. We're fighting on two fronts: yeah, Champions yeah. League, and and we we want a trophy. So, yeah. you know, we we're, we're going to have to play it, and we're going to have to put trust in the players to do yeah. the business. How many times have other teams in years gone by where they've been one one yellow card away or two yellow cards away, and they played them regardless, and they've just trusted that they're going to mind themselves. We're going to have to ask the same for Joe Linton. And you know what? If he doesn't do it, we'll be absolutely distraught, but it'll be his own fault because he's not watched his game. He's not managed his game correctly. He's got to be careful. He can't just keep picking up yellow cards all the time. He's close to 10 yellow cards and we're already halfway through the season. Like that, for me, that disciplines, that's Teote discipline. That's not good. Like you need to manage your game better. You can be all action but don't have to necessarily pick up yellow cards every game. But it's, you know, it, again, it's one of those things. Um, should, should we go to a few questions, Pete? Of course. Of yeah. course. What have there, got? There, there's loads of questions. 31. Uh, yeah, just the old 31. But, um, but yeah, uh, there's a couple, to be fair, that have already been said. Um, so we'll, look, we'll start from right from the... In fact, not even a question. We'll start from the beginning. Um don't forget to show your support by clicking on and subscribing to the channel. On the way to uh, 6K, uh, click that that thumbs up. Um, show your support. Um, make sure you you support the Lodi family um, and and click that thumbs up. Uh, <clears throat> hey everybody from uh, N N9 NEFC. Um, is there an argument for Longstaff being in the number six and Bruno playing as an eight? We need more creativity further up the pitch. What do you think, Naz? I think when Bruno comes back, he plays back, goes back in the exact same position he was. We Once we have the, the players available and fit, we'll play the exact same way uh, and everyone in the in their rightful positions until we get to summer. Uh, if they wanted to do something different, they should have bought someone. Uh, they didn't. And we let Shelby go, so we're stuck with what we have. Not a bad thing to be stuck with 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 uh, the players we have because they are pretty good. But uh, in the summer we'll do something different. Okay, fair play. Um, Michael Perma said um, Aguero and Rice uh, really stood out. Like uh, thought West Ham were the best team. We played St James's outside of Man City. Having said that. They only had one shot on target all game. But would you agree with that? That West Ham, the best team, we've played it at St. James's this season, other than Man City, of course? Yeah, they did play well. Uh, we didn't have a, a good day. We we're missing Bruno and Isaac, of course. We're a bit hungover from the cup final, or from the cup semi final, second leg, and getting to Wembley. But um, 
Yeah, and I agree. Uh, Algard and uh, Rice were, were class. Um, but and yeah, I remember his name being linked with, with, with the time of Botman as well. But I'm I'd still rather Botman. And Botman is younger. Botman is like 23, where Algard is coming on 27 in a month's time or something like that. So um, yeah, but I would like to, just to go for Rice, uh, as I mentioned earlier. If if because the Premier League is where the, I know you could have like the Real Madrid and Barcelona again come looking at other players but the, the Premier League is where the money is and so uh, that's why I think we're, if we get Champions League we're in for a shot of the, the, the top players the top end of the players that, um, so just have to get there first Definitely and uh, look uh, George Hayes firstly thank you so <laughs> much for the £50 donation uh, $50 donation to the channel Cheers, George. Thank you so much uh, George you're a massive supporter of the channel and we really do appreciate it. It makes a massive difference to us. But to buy me an I Love ASM t-shirt <laughs> is going a little bit too far. Look, I it doesn't matter whether it's uh, ASM or whoever. I think if, if I feel like um, there's something to stand up against, like we did, uh, and, and Dazio with me, with Sean Longstaff early on in the season, people were still hammering him, but we kind of at some point flew that um, uh, Longstaff flag, you know, I, if I feel that it's the case, I will. Yeah. Um, and, and we've done it before, and we'll do it again. Um, and it's, a, it's but, about opinions as well, Pete. Like, of like, it is. like uh, sometimes uh, a lot of the time we agree on a lot of stuff to say the truth, but sometimes we don't. Uh, and then you'd have you have like other members of the panel will definitely disagree on, on different things. And then you go to wider again. Like the the, the fan base is, is a bit split at the moment when it comes to ASM, but we, we need to, to, to give him a, a chance. Uh, he is only, only that was his first full starting for, for so long. And if you remember that he got injured scoring a goal against Wolves to, to get, get us a point like that. And so give, give him a chance. Definitely. Um, if I was going to get a shirt personally, the person I have on the back, um, uh, and I don't really have names on the back anymore, but if I was going to have a name on the back, it would be Alexander Isaac. I love the boy. Oh. I want him back fit. I want him back playing. <clears throat> um, it's hard for me because I love Callum Wilson as well, and I've banged the drum for him for two over two years, but I just love Alexander Isaac. I just think he's absolute class. So I was gonna, if it was going to be a, a loving for me with anyone, Alexander Isaac. And just, for me, it's Bruno, and I have Bruno's name on the back of my jersey. I just absolutely know Bruno. There you go. Differences of opinion, of course. This is why we love Loaded Mag and UFC. And uh, Daniel Much, absolutely spot on. And you know what, Daniel? I'm going to give you a big up because I saw your name mentioned on the Footballers Football podcast. Um, I was watching the episode last week uh, when you put a comment in um, about, I think it was about a certain player when they were um, when they were going into the Strikers Union. Um, and your name came up. Please tell me if it wasn't you, because it was exactly the same <laughs> name, and I just thought it was you straight away. So if it wasn't, please tell me. But um, big up for that. Uh, mad respect. And he puts questions. So since it was widely agreed that this was ASM, ASM's chance to prove he deserves a spot in the team, and that didn't, and that he didn't really perform well, are you in the keep or sell camp in the summer? Good question, uh, Daniel. Daz will come straight to you. That, that's that's fine because I I have said from the start of the season, let's give ASM the season. Let's see how he performs. He started off really well. He got injured. He came back as getting a bit a few cameos. 
now he start he started a game, uh, and it, it is his, his chance with with Bruno missed for a few games, but. I, I will make, make a decision in the summer whether we sell uh, or keep ASM. And also ASM, if he may need to be kind of a squad player, because I, I, I have an awful lot of squad players uh, in my in my uh, vision for next season. But um, I'll, I'll make I'll make a call on them then. Um, and I, I'll, I'll press the button and sell them. I will be ruthless. I've been ruthless on loads of players. If we need to sell, we need to sell. And we need to we get a decent price from as well. We do sell. But um, so... He, he's. I'm, ha- I'm also happy. Well, well, happy to keep him if we get the ASM, ASM that we, we know and love. But he, yeah, he needs to to master both both um, the defensive duties and bring back that maverick and get his confidence back. Yeah, yeah. I'm inclined to agree. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll stick with that one. Uh, easily answered. Um, I'll just put some just some comments on here. Everyone's. <laughs> Going about the ASM living, um, look, it's not that deep. I've got to be honest, enjoy the for life. It really isn't. Craig Lee said he'd have Joe Linton on the back. Yeah, great choice there. And of course, Jordan the for life said he'd be Dan Byrne. Of course, he would be. Um, yeah, he's watching me, but I'm watching you as well. Uh, I want to see your reaction if he has another bad game at the weekend. Fingers crossed, you know- he doesn't, by the way. You know what, Pete? If if Martin had been able to come on the show tonight, I think we, we would have, there would have been more of a debate on on ASM. There has been in the past, uh, and and because I, I know Martin is is more on the side of no, I think he should be dropped, um, and he he'd be he'd be edging towards the not even going to say Graham Bailey, but he would be more of of that that the thought on on uh, ASM, but. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe uh, he's not on to, to give his point of view, but I'm sure he will uh, pretty soon. All right. Um, Gordon looked more precise with every touch than, than Maxi, in Lisa's opinion. He made that amazing pass to Wilson, which um, was such a shame it didn't go to a goal yet. We'll have to agree with you with that. He, um, he looked really, really good in his, his cameo appearance. But as I've said... Maxi, Isaac, in carrying appearances have, have looked really good as well. Um, it, it, sometimes it can be easy to really kind of outperform your current players on the pitch when you come off the bench and you're fresh and the West Ham team are tired. But, but no, not take, to be fair, can't take anything away from Gordon. Really pleased to see it. Want to see more of it. You know, eventually want to see him starting and doing his stuff for Newcastle because... I would love nothing more than Gordon to prove Everton fans wrong. <laughs> uh, nothing more would make me feel happier. But yeah, great point, Lisa, as well. Um, let's go down. Uh, Daz, are you, con- are you concerned by this? Max Debate says lots of draws lately. Are you concerned by that? I am. If you, if you look at the table, we're ten draws. Like so, I am c- concerned that we're not tr- turning some of those draws in, into victories. Even if, even if, if, if it go, if it's at the expense that we we lose a few and, and we but we get more than than, than we than uh, more more three points than 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 zero points in, in those. But yeah, it doesn't. It's not. It's too many draws already. Um, and that's something that that we're going to have to change next season. Um, we're going if if we're going to mount a challenge uh, to, to try and either retain a Champions League spot next season or get into a Champions League spot for the first time next season, uh, it's something we're going to have to change. 
and um, it's not it's it's not only we need to be we can't we've relied a bit much on on, on Miggy and the, the 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 scintillating form he had at the start of the season. We need we need goals coming from from other areas of the pitch. No, fair point. Um, yeah, I just see it as I I just see it from a positive perspective is that we're not losing. <laughs> Although it can be frustrating, the the Palace game yes, uh, yesterday, frustrating, but we're not losing matches. Um, Heavy, yeah, it, it, you don't want another draw though against Bournemouth. I'd rather then, us go for it, go for it, and, and fucking lose than 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 and okay, we said points are valuable, but go for it. You know, uh, we, we we have to. You don't get Champions League football with draws. Uh, no, you know, you're absolutely right. We, we will, we will get top six with draws. Well, yeah, yeah, but no, you're right. They, they are games that you you would expect to win, but um, there's only so many draws you you, you can kind of withstand. Yeah. Just just comments, really, uh, Michael. This was during our conversation about um, Gordon. Um, uh, he wasn't a huge fan of Gordon. He wasn't happy with the side. Oh, he definitely wasn't. On the reaction <laughs> show, he was going mad. But yeah. Delighted to see how excellent Gordon uh, looked. Really changed the game for us in the final third. Um, yep, yeah, uh, good to good to know your opinion on that, Michael. Um, uh, you agree? Another comment on here as well uh, from Alan. Uh, great to see you in the chat, Alan. Pete does ASM is or had a free role under Bruce. Uh, he does not take instructions on board. Uh, don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, he's tracked back yesterday, but ineffective going forward. I do agree with that, um, and he's low on confidence. Um, and we'll get, uh, will he get a run in the team? Um, I do agree with that. Low on confidence. Um, he did track back yesterday, but do you agree with the, doesn't take instructions on board? And, and no. uh, what do you think? No, I, I don't agree with that part of it, Al. Um, I, I think he is taking instructions, instructions on board. He's doing exactly what Eddie Howe is, is asking him to do. He's, he, he is tracking back a bit. He's getting the tackles in. It's just that he, he in doing that, he is losing a bit of what we're so used to. And it says that's unpredictability about him and just uh, but I think Pete makes a great point in the analysis on, on the tactics board is that he's he's got no support on, on that that left where whereas Miggy has has support in the ship uh, Trippier because he's up further and, and Dan Byrne is, is playing a different role with the, the way the tactics are set up we're, we're kind of lopsided to, to go go everything go down the right and that means that ASM is is snookered in 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 that uh, with with a number of people on him. But he he I think he's he's definitely taking instructions on board. If if he wasn't, he'd be just head down, go for it. He he might get lucky and get a goal. But it's not it's it's he's been more of a team player now than he than he ever was. So it's, it's he's definitely taking instructions on board. He just needs to get the, the balance right. And we, we we said that Pete when he was doing the cameo appearances coming out as a sub, that there's something missing uh, and uh, he just needs to find the balance. Yeah, no, uh, great points, Daz, and I agree. And what I said, how does anyone know that he doesn't take instructions on board? Again, a great point. We don't know that for sure. Uh, obviously, it's Alan's opinion. Respect that, but equally, we don't know for sure. So, um, until we know that for sure, until it's been told to us that he's not taking instructions on board, then you know, we, we, it's, it's hard to, to speculate from, from that perspective as well. Um, 
I would come away from the ASM talk because um, <laughs> uh, there's so many questions on that. We'll come back to it, of course. Um, Alan's put, put again, I see Joe Linton is already learning off Anthony Gordon already. I think he's referring to the diving. Um, <laughs> Don't even know the driving. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's not get into that. But a bit of both. A bit of both. I'm sure there'll be besties uh, yeah. very, very soon. Uh, Darryl, uh, great to have Darren in the chat from the Julius Down South boys. Why is the conversation moving from top four to top six? The aim should be Champions League qualification. Nothing more, nothing less. Back the lads and trust the process. Do you agree, Daz? Yeah, yeah, but we, we are, I, for myself, I need because uh, I've been. Yeah, we're getting in the Champions League. We're getting in the Champions League. I've, I, I, I don't want to come to the end of the season. We finished. We finished sixth and being totally depressed because at the start of the season I said top eight or higher. So, it, like it, from where we were, it would be a bit a bit of a downer finishing sixth. But uh, um, so we, we, I have to, I have to kind of uh, get get my head right as well. Um, uh, uh. Yeah, it, it can go. It, it, these these games are are, are key. Um, it, it, that's coming up, and we we have to concentrate. That that forget about the, the going to Wembley. Uh, we were we we're missing Bruno. We have to get the job done. We have to get out and get get the three points at at Bournemouth. Not another draw. We need to get the three points. I think. Uh, if if we get another draw, uh, and then lose against Liverpool, yeah, we're heading into sixth uh, trajectory then. But uh. Trust the process, but we have to be a bit realistic as well. We are we are ahead of the project, so we just if we can keep our heads there, great. If not, and I think uh, Foxy said it, it's still been an incredible season for us, no matter what what happens. Well, um, Lisa liked that response from you, <laughs> which is which is great. Um, as as always. Uh, um, just a comment, really. Um, huge ASM debate that we had earlier on in the show. First start in the six months. Um, surely Matt Sharpness will come after a couple of games, two or three games. That's why. That's why I think we, that's why I think he'll start. It'll give him an opportunity to prove his fitness, play regular minutes, seventy-five minutes, two, three games in a row. Gives an opportunity to build up some speed and performances, and then a decision will be made after that point. I think. I- I think Gordon might get more of a look in in the in the Liverpool game. He mightn't start, but he like it's right before the cup final. You want to kind of make sure everyone's fully fresh as well going into the, the cup final. So um, I, I I think as Gordon will will gradually get more time as we get closer to to in the next two games. What I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I think it's a great point. Mark um, Top. Are we mentally just as much as physically challenged trying to maintain our unbeaten 16-game run? It's a great question. Do you think the players are so focused on not uh, trying not to be beat that it's almost having just as much of an impact as, as being physically tired after giving so much to, to the cup games and 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 Fumbi adds to, uh, with that as well. But I think we aren't taking into account how much we've put into the cup games. We won <clears> the last three and scored home and away. Um, once in the cup, um, it, it is out the window. We will be fine. You know, it, interesting points from from both. I'll go back to Mark's point there. What do you think about that? Well, Fundy is probably off getting his suit measured like Dan Byrne. He's he's probably so focused on, on the cup final, but. Um, no, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's mentally challenged uh, as well as physically challenged. No, I think Eddie Howe and the team and the coaching team will be drumming into them. Forget about everything else. The next, it's just all about the next game, uh, and that's the, the attitude they've they've done all all along this season and last season. So I I don't think it, it, it as we get closer to it. No, I don't think I don't think it's 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 a mental challenge thing. I think if if Isaac even if Isaac was was there um on unavailable to play against West Ham, I think we could have got a, a win. Um, it's just something to switch it up. Um, he would have got the command in thirty minutes. Uh, sorry, after sixty minutes, and, and got a goal, uh, or 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 assisted for a goal. Uh, we'll have that option available to us on next Saturday. What's your thoughts there, Pete, on that one? Um, I do think that the that the cup is that it, we've had a little bit of a hangover. I do believe that's the case. I think we've put so much focus on getting to a cup final, something we haven't achieved you know, since since '99. That the players have given everything to it, the club have given everything to it to get to that final because it's presented itself to us. That I think some of the players did have a little bit of a hangover and were tired. I do fully expect to see a more vibrant, a sharper, more you know switched on Newcastle United against Bournemouth. I do expect that. I do expect us to be fitter, hungrier um, against Bournemouth, even though it's away from home. I still expect it because we'd have had a full seven days to prepare for it with rest, proper training, which Eddie's talked about as well. With having the midweek games, there's been rest days and they're not enough games on the training pitch. He said about Ashby, he said about Gordon. They've not really had a proper opportunity to have a run of training sessions to know how we train and how we prepare for games. I think they're going to have that in this next seven days in, in, in the build-up to Bournemouth. And I think, and I expect there to be a different type of Newcastle that comes out there. Um, and hopefully it results in a much, much, much better performance. But um, yeah, great, great point from, great point from Mark Todd. Um, really, really good point. Um, I just want to add, um, um, I think, Richie dropped me a message um, just because we were talking about the potential offside, um, and he sent me a picture. I've not uploaded it, but um, is Richie back in the studio? He is back at the studio. You're absolutely right. Um, and I'll read it. Um, it's gone um, when either. Sorry, so it's got number one. Uh, you're involved in play before the next stoppage of play. The defendant number two. The defending team has played the ball towards the halfway line and the ball is outside the penalty area. It says, when either of this happens, you are considered to be um, at the goal line. This most likely results in you being in an offside position. Um, you will commit an offside offence when you do any of these three things. One, interfere with play. Two, interfere with an opponent. And three, gaining an advantage by the by the play, by playing the ball or interfering with an opponent. Now, as we know, Paqueta scored the goal. Um, if you are involved in playing anyway, you will be called offside. This is because your position is considered to be at the goal line. Um, you'll be closer to the goal line compared to both the ball and the second last defender. So they are 
I'm assuming the official rules. We've been on the show, so we've not had um, any opportunity to look at it ourselves personally, but Richie's in the studio looking at it for us um, and giving us um, that information. So, yeah, from what Yano said... Thanks, Richie. Um, the VAR, as Daz has quite rightly put in there, um, ruled out. So, therefore, you know, just add those couple of points... Premier League onto our league table and and uh, all, all is forgotten. From I think Richie should have been a referee. <laughs> He'd be a class referee. Not to be, not yeah. to think of referee <laughs> some of our, some of my daughter's games in the morning. So I tell you what, it's not referee is an absolute disgrace, and and the guys linked to our team as well. Um, <laughs> it's so bad. But uh, right, um, moving on, um, just some points. Jordan you fly. Remember Arsenal Liverpool, Man U, Brighton, Spurs. All have St. James's Park. Um, all have to come to St. James's Park. It's in our hands. Great point as well. Um, David Cooper, any word from Lawless? Nothing. <laughs> no word at all. We had, a, I tell you what, we had a heated discussion in the build up to the West Ham game Saturday morning on our Race for Europe chat. Very, very heated. All about uh, Harris and Ashby. Um, yeah, it was uh, interesting. Um, I think. Who's Lawless? Oh. Is, that, is that the Jamaican lad? Lawless? Yeah. The yeah, Jamaican I don't, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> it will, it, yeah, it'll be always referred to now as the Jamaican Geordie, uh, Dan Lawless from West Ham Fans TV. Um, yeah, it was a he he debate in, in, in the correct manner. It was a really good discussion. Um, I didn't agree with a lot of what he said about Ashby. Um, uh, and he just couldn't compromise whatsoever with regards to the fact that actually, because here's his opinion, I'll say it really briefly, in his opinion, there was confirmation, I think, from Moyes or the club, that, Hash, that, that Harrison Ashby uh, didn't want to negotiate a new deal with, with, with West Ham. <clears throat> club. So in his mind, and he tweeted this out, that it was about money, that, he, that Ashby left because it was money. And I said, hold on, why wasn't it because he saw Newcastle being... The, the club that's got the bigger ambition and got the bigger trajectory in, in, in their future, why can't it be for that? You know, and he just couldn't see it at all. He couldn't see it that it might not necessarily be just for money. And I said, it might well be for money, but it could also be for ambition. He didn't want to see that either. And he was arguing against it and then he went on to the Gordon situation and it was just like... But anyway, there was there were some things confirmed for me with regards to West Ham that he had an opinion on, which I had an opinion on, sorry, that he confirmed for me without without meaning to confirm it for me. So I was quite happy with that. And I thought I really funny. I really hope he comes back on uh, for the when we play them away with dreads. That would be cool. <laughs> and just just Jamaican Jordy accent the whole the whole show. But um Yeah, I'm sure uh, he <laughs> Uh, definitely. Um, the question: Who will play on the left in the final? ASM, Joe Linton, <clears throat> Isaac, um, as all as obviously Gordon cannot play. What do you think, Daz? On the left of the attack and three uh, against Man United, Isaac. Yeah, we've got Bruno. Bruno's back. We know Bruno's, Bruno's back. back. So it'll be so Bruno we, in so midfield in, with Longstaff, probably. Longstaff and Willock, probably. So then Joe Linton. 
but this is the question: Is it is it Willock or Joe Linton? Does Joe Linton play on the left of the forward three or in midfield? And then who plays on the left? Is it like you said? You just said Isaac. But, is it but uh, th- there is a good connection with Joe Linton and um, and Joe Willock when they're playing down that left because because you don't know who's playing playing the midfield and who's playing playing in the front three because they're always swapping. Uh, and it, it does work for a while, and then. Then it 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 needs to uh, a fresh to be freshened up. Isaac off the bench, a uh, good good threat. If we go go behind, mix it up a bit. It's it's an Eddie Howe problem. We don't have to worry about that. Mm. You are absolutely right. Um, hundred percent. Um, is not a problem to have. Um, it, it, it is not a it's not a question that I would want to answer. Um, because it could go so <laughs> many different ways. Um, just a comment from Charlie. Gordon look pure quality, speed and passing. Decision making is frightening. You're absolutely right. He's going to be a, a top, top player. Um, if he continues in that vein, um, that's without a doubt. Um, the Dugan family made a really good point um, just a second ago. Um, and I've just lost it. So I'm going to try and find it again. Um He's put, we've played Bournemouth twice already and failed to beat them. We only won a game with a last-minute goal. And the missed penalty versus Fulham yeah, is going to be tough. Um, yeah, do you agree it's going to be a tough game? I, I think it's going to be a tough game. Before? Yeah, I think it is going to be tough because we, we, we have got a few draws with them. And they did put up a good fight away from home against Brighton at the weekend. And we know Brighton are, are doing well. Um and they brought in a few new players as, as, as well. There was one guy, I don't know what his name was, but he was, he was busting through um, from midfield as well. Um, it's going to be tough. I, it's not going to be... Don't think that there is no easy game in the Premier League, but don't think this is, this is a, a gimme uh, against against Bournemouth. Definitely not. Uh, and especially with Bruno Mason, it's it's going to be close. Definitely. Hope we win 5-0, but it's going to be close. They don't have loads of shots on target. They don't create a load of chances. I think I've just looked at the the, the possession stats. Obviously, it was Brighton away at the weekend. Brighton had seventy one possession in the play, them down. Uh, and, and 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 only broke them down late on in the game. Now Bournemouth <laughs> are going to be at home. Now I'm not expecting Bournemouth to pummel our goal at all. I think we're going to control possession. But I think they're going to sit back and might make it very, very difficult to break us down, just like they did at St James's Park. And I genuinely believe we're going to need what we what we got on Saturday, an early goal, someone like Wilson or whoever, to put the ball in the net in the first five minutes, just to settle our nerves. And ultimately, that's going to bring Bournemouth out. They're going to have to attack us, which could potentially <coughs> open up the game. That's going to be the way. The longer the game goes on at nil-nil, if it does go along the game at new and I think it's going to be a little bit tougher but um yeah uh, that, that's going to be interesting they they are 19th in, in the the league as well they're like you know they they have to go for it as well it's no good them playing for a draw uh, as they take a draw like like what Sam did but if like if we if we as you said if we go goal ahead they they will open up um yep but I have a feeling it's going to be one of those games where, where it's going, where we're just wishing the ball to go to go in, and miss chances so close, and, and until about the seventieth minute. Just have this feeling. Yeah, uh, look, um, 
Questions are are, are, are done. Um, to be fair, the interesting one from Yano. He put Amir on is not an Eddie player. Um, always the first player he looks to drag off. Do you agree with that? No, because Eddie Howe said he's he's exactly what what uh, what we're all about. He's he's kind of the 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 model of player. He wants someone that's constantly pressing, constantly running. That's why we got. It seems to me why we got uh, Gordon because he's he's like that as well. He's constantly pressing, constantly running. And uh, so to me, he's he's um, he's definitely an Eddie Howe player. I would have thought that maybe the start when the start of Eddie Howe's reign because he didn't go near uh, Miggy Amiron. But once Miggy Amiron got in the squad and he, he showed his pressing first, and then then he started to get a few goals. So I think he's definitely an Eddie Howe player. Bring back the goals and he 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 goes nowhere. Definitely. No, I agree. I think he is an Eddie Howe player. I think he fits the, the, the system perfectly. But we just need to maximise getting him the opportunities to score goals. And I, I think at certain points in the game, playing on the right is not right for him. I think switching him over to a more natural side where he can whip the ball in is the better scenario for him um, long term. But let, let's wait and see. And look, I'll end it on this one. As Jules said... Click the likes, click the the, the thumbs up um, and support the channel on your way out. Daz, that's questions done from me. Right. Cheers, Pete. Nice, nicely done. And well done on the chat as well, because it's difficult when there's two of us. But let's uh, shout out to the sponsors. Shout out to the radiatorshed.com and uh, Russ and the crew there at the radiator shed. And uh, the other one is yeah. Here it is. Put us both in, in jail. Of course, if you need uh, radiators or, or all your heating needs, you contact Russ at theradiatorshed.com. Uh, he will sort you out. And also, uh, if you know someone uh, who's building a house, go uh, go, go uh, get in contact with theradiatorshed.com. And if you need to get them installed, Russ is your man as well. And uh, if just to flash back. To the radiators that are somewhere that he has in stock. Uh, there they are. They're, they're, they're absolutely beautiful radiators. You need to go to the website to check out the, the latest. And they are working on the showroom as well. Uh, linked in with our with our uh, other sponsor in the shape of H2O, H2O Bathroom Design Co. So uh, they are working on the showroom the last time I was talk, talking to Russ. Uh, and yeah, the Northeast large supplier of Velcroy and Botch bathroom wear. Team Valley Gateshead, over 20 years established, ran by the family, get down to the showroom on the 11th Avenue, Team Valley Estate in Gateshead. Uh, and if you're wondering what the bathrooms are all about, check those out. Check those babies out. You. From a lovely bathroom. Just, just, just go, back, go back to that last picture. Look at that. Look at that sink. Look at the Look at the, look at the, the artwork. The lights, the flooring, the, the tile work on the walls, spotlights, it looks an absolute dream. Like, yeah, no. I, I'm, I'm looking in the next couple of years to get my bathroom done and I'm, I'm going there 100%. Nice one. Uh, yeah, well, the, the lads will sort you out, Martin, in, in uh, H2O bathroom design and Rust in, in, in the radio shed. Uh, Great lads, and they will search out. That's it from the sponsors. Uh, we will have shows coming up. I know we'll have an away days. We'll have a reaction show. 
Not sure what else we'll have. Uh, we have. We haven't even got a chance to talk about these th- things. Be we kind of took a, a bit of a, a mini a mini kind of break away from. We needed after that all those transfer shows and match day live and stuff like that. So uh, we'll we'll get back in the swing of things as well. Uh, loads loads coming as always. Uh, loads of things that we we have in the pipeline that we we didn't get to put on during the fully loaded transfer show, but we can mix it up and spin a different spin on it and get it out there uh, over the next couple of weeks. Um, but that is it. Thanks, everyone, for, for sticking with us throughout the show. Uh, thanks for getting your great comments and questions coming in as well. Uh, great analysis from Pete on ASM. So uh, leave, give him a break. Give him a break. Let's, let's give him another chance or two. He, he, he needs a few games, uh, but uh, stick with him, and we'll see how we get on. How'd you like that? See you later. How you like that?